If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Bevel. You can start shaving smarter today when you bring Bevel into your life. Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to prevent and reduce razor bumps. Why wait and suffer through another damn day of painful razor bumps when you can order your Bevel right now? Go to getbevel.com slash friendzone to start your new Bevel subscription today and get that first month free. Just make sure you go to getbevel.com slash friendzone. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Honest. Be honest, life can get really busy, but everything still matters, even the small stuff. That's why Honest.com delivers safe, effective products for the family and home at affordable prices right to your door. Save an extra 25% on your first order by going to Honest.com and entering code HONEST at checkout. Together, we can make it better with Honest. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that wants you to know therapy doesn't have to break your bank. It can and should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Over 500,000 people have used Talkspace to talk to their own hand-picked licensed therapist, and you can too. To sign up or learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. And you, the listener of The Friend Zone, can use coupon code zone to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Uh. All right, friend, you going to drop the beat? We get down, baby. We get down, baby. The girls, the girls, they love us. Because we stay fresh to death. Nothing less than the best. Uh, I got a little something. Get it off my chest. Watch the Grammys. And Beyonce was the best. Adele stood up there in her green chest. And she kept it real. Goddamn, she did it fresh. She said, what the fuck we all thinking? I said her shit is not stinking. Never no more. She never a whore. I really began to adore Adele. No more Adele fent. I said, you know what? She pay her rent on time. And her music voice rhyme. And she even looks sexy and fine. She lost weight. She looks great. She got a motherfucking clean slate. 
Let's go. Adele took Grammys to the flow. Goddamn, I said she gonna win some more. Album of the year. Song of the year. Record of the year. Let me be fucking clear. It should have been Lemonade. If I could have gave it a goddamn grade, it would have been a A+. Plus. Even trust. That's a line Jabala fists up and bust your ass. You seen that video of the elevator when Jay-Z stepped on a toe. That's why the shit went down. Think about it. Don't be a clown. Let's Think go, Asante. It. Let's go. I'll see y'all there next year at the Staples Center. Let's go, Asante. Well. Grammys. I'm going to do this one a cappella. It's about the Grammys. Grammys, baby. All I know is the Grammys in 17, all the nominees was looking real clean. Uh. I could have been one, but that would have been too much for all these hoes out there doing you <laughs> wrong. Because they don't know that I got my own song. And I rap off the beat till I do it long and strong. Because we keep it going all night long like the Grammys. It was boring. It had me snoring. Till I seen Yancey cause she came through the sleigh. But James Corden, he was kind of funny, but I think he was hoarding some other jokes. Cause that was for the white folks. But I ain't gonna talk about that. Cause I got my fix and that shit wasn't that whack. So I'm tired of the slack. I'm leaving on the beat. So hold on to your seat cause we at the friend zone. Another week, I'm feeling bleak and leak. I'm on the beat and I'm in my seat. On. I told you to hold your seat. So now stop and drop the beat. Um, let me tell you. No, I'm just Come playing. on, friend. <laughs> I'm telling you, one week, friend's going to feel her spirit. One week, friend's going to be like, yeah, fuck the Grammys. Right. Like, what? Damn, she <laughs> came out like, like Solange. Damn, right? Like, damn, she Solange that hoe. <laughs> Amazing. Speaking of Solange, did anybody see her press room comments from the Grammys? Not what she has said. She she was standing up there looking like a goddamn, just a, a goddess. Yes. In that beautiful frock she had on. Yes. I said, damn, Solange, mate, it looked like paper towel, but like like the best <laughs> kind of like Egyptian cotton fucking paper towel. It was beautiful. She looked gorgeous. But anyway, she was holding her Grammy, and like they were asking count. her. She was saying how she felt so honored to have received this, but she felt even more honored that, the, the record had had so much connectivity, especially amongst black women. So she was oh. just so happy to be there tonight. So I just want to give a shout out to Solange. Shout out to the soul. Hey, welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, uh, mental wellness, but more importantly, not more importantly, but uh, put it in the front, mental hygiene to make <laughs> the joke work. Because who in the hell wants hell. a musty, musty. brain? Hell musty brain. Who in the hell? That's not like a that? beer. Hell, hell musty brain. You know what? It's got a lot of IPAs. Mm -hmm. Um, real hoppy. Dark. Mm hmm <laughs> Wait, y'all have to give me a recap of the Grammys because I missed it. <sighs> Who would like to start? Not me. I get depressed. <laughs> it okay. wasn't good. The Grammys were actually very good. To yeah, be honest with there you, there was really a lot moments. of talent in the building. Who opened the show? Um, Adele, Adelaide. Yeah, Adele did. Really? Yeah. And how was that? Hello. Everybody said it was hello, but it was below the right key. <laughs> That's what most people said. It was below the mm -hmm. right key. That's what they said. Oh now, did she hello. look be fucking hello. absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, like, I mean, just otherworldly beautiful? Yes. I've never seen Adele look that pretty, and I think she's gorgeous, but she looked like really, really, really pretty. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, but that voice, it just wasn't where it, it normally is. Now, that's not taking <laughs> anything away from her. We, she's the Adelephant of music. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Like, she does not, I mean, just taking it over, coming through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just. What she does? <laughs> That's like, so she it. does. <laughs> yeah, I want that to be my text message ringtone. When I get a text, I just want you doing that. <laughs> I can't stand that. Yeah, but she wasn't on key. She performed twice. What it is. And so in her she second, she performed twice. Mm-hmm. What yes. do you mean? Well, she opened and then she did the George Michael tribute. She opened the show with "Hello." Okay. Um, and then later on in the show, she did a tribute to George Michael. Well, what was the name of the song goodbye. she did? It was a fast song that you know she couldn't keep up with the tempo, and so it was just off. So she literally, she literally, but she sang it slow. It was beautiful music, but she literally stopped. Friend, peep this. Friend, she stopped the song like she got to I don't know maybe the end of the first verse, and she's like, "Wait, fuck, shit, I'm sorry." I'm the sorry. end of the first verse. She's like, "I'm sorry, please. We just I can't do this right. It's wrong. It's got to be right." Please, we can we just start over from the beginning? And I apologize for swearing. I'm so sorry if I offended anybody. She made them stop the song on live TV at the goddamn Grammys and start over. Wow. And cussed. But why? She didn't sound right in the first part? Yeah. Now, a lot of people were saying that there was obviously a sound issue. Right. At the Grammys, like she couldn't with hear herself? I don't know. So, um, <coughs> but yeah, and so she sang it over now. Some people say she was still off key. Still, I, I, I personally, <laughs> what I heard, I think I told you, friend, the ivory was being tickled. It was one note just being hit over and over again to start the song off. Like they were trying to help her find it. it, it it's just how they <laughs> start the song, you know, just key, 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 and <laughs> key, key, and key. Adele. She couldn't hear herself, so she couldn't get the key in some door hole, just scraping the whole thing, scratching, and She wasn't and even stopped. on Kiki Palmer. She wasn't <laughs> no, on key at okay, all. And, and that's the real gag right there. Wasn't no she key and peel. Wasn't no key, no gag. She mm-hmm. couldn't do none of it. So then she stops and cusses and does this whole thing. And then it was a repeat. It was like deja vu. I was like, wait, we're doing this again? Now, was and, it legendary for her to literally stick her foot on the neck of the Grammys and say, you know what? Sure. Hold up. That's probably because <clears throat> what was yes. her last performance? Do you remember where that happened? She yeah. was like off. She and said me- that and she too. Kept going. Didn't she say yeah, that? Didn't yeah. she say um, last time it wasn't right or something? And she and kept I... going. Yeah. So she probably was like, I'm not yeah. going to do this yeah, again. She, she no was, way. That's what it was. She yeah. was like, she was like, oh, hell no. We about to do this. And now, everybody knows Adele can sing. Like, Absolutely. Right, yeah. like, it's not even in question. And the thing is, if your in-ears aren't working... And you can't hear yourself because I think people forget that the crowd is loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can't hear yourself, you can't find the key. It doesn't always mean you can't sing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we, like you said, we know she can sing. Because would still pay all three, four figures to go see her. <laughs> we're still, still here. I mean, we was Tisha, we was Tisha Campbell Martin. <laughs> okay. In the audience that comes I'm, from, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm still here. here. I was talking to She was all, all out of breath and shit. It was a lyric in there though that really, really baked my beans. I can't it's remember what here. it was. Yeah, it was it was, she was she's something she, she talking said about some really shit friend. Stupid. I promise you. In the song she talking about I'm the future, I don't know the past, or like like yeah, she she. Let me find out. I, I'm telling you, she, if you don't get distracted by the other Tisha stuff, she's trying to... Tisha been reading Osho? 
perused, maybe, you know. I liked it. Looked at the previews on Amazon.com. You know, Keisha you, Campbell might have been reading Osho because guess what? When have we you. ever known her to be unemployed? <laughs> she has been on TV since Listen. the TV been on, as far as I can tell. <laughs> since I knew what a cable bill was, she been on that motherfucker. I swear to God. When have you ever known Tisha? She don't know. That's why she told you. She's still, look, she's what is still it called? Here. Doctor something? It's a show. That comes on about this um this Asian doctor and she's one of the either a nurse in the office or a doctor or something. It's hilarious. And then her husband it's was on, on the ABC. new edition movie. Oh wow. Yeah, like prime time. Was TV. she on Fresh oh. Off the Boat? No. It's called Doctor Son. Doctor Ken. I, I think it's called. That oh, that's part yeah. of their role they new rollout, ain't it? It's great. Mm. Wait, who else performed? I did see Beyonce's performance. Yes, yes. Beautiful Yance performed. Her yes. her mother introduced her. And uh, with the mother's pride, she introduced Beyonce. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, that was beautiful, That's glorious so performance. That was our. There's nothing else that I can say to describe that performance. The fact that she got up there pregnant, I believe, I don't know, to me, she looks like she's about five, maybe six months pregnant. She looks like pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. Yeah, and then the fact that it's twins. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh twins. So, but for her to be that visibly pregnant and just up there moving so gracefully and sounding amazing, I heard the live mic feed or whatever that they always do, and usually it means bad news. Bad <laughs> news. Bad, bad news. Usually it means fake news for people, but... <laughs> In this case, it was just evidence. Mm. Like that Frederick Price, that religious show. Evidence. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> That's what it was. She looked so She beautiful. was amazing, though. The choreography was amazing. I, my heart dropped, though, with that chair with that part. Chair. Oh, I was like, When no, I seen the rehearsals for it, I was like, did someone do this before she did? Because I feel like Beyonce the type of like, I'm sitting in the chair first. I was like, no, you can't. Oh my God, she stressed me. But I mean, it looked awesome. Looked great. It stressed me to watch her walk across that table and the pedals on the stage. I was like, oh, somebody got to wipe them pedals. The aunts. They said the, the chair aunts. was upright and Blue Ivy looked at the chair. She stared at it, like at them two points Stop at the top. It. And then looked over to the right, looked down, <laughs> then rolled her head back up, looked back up, and the chair moved every time she looked. That Yo. was all Blue Ivy Carter. <laughs> In a goddamn pink pantsuit, sitting out there in the audience. She looked amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And her little personality is starting to be more and more uh, visible. You know what I mean? She's good TV. She's already a star. (laughs) Beyonce is her mama. So what the fuck? And she about to have twins. And then on that new song that we just got through talking about, the DJ Khaled track with Shine. Beyonce and Jay-Z. My intro music. <laughs> I, I heard Fran singing this time, y'all, before y'all even <laughs> okay. started sitting with us. A million and one. Look, we still 525,600 <laughs> comments. We heard her singing that time. Shit. Yes. I cannot stop playing that song. It's beautiful, it's but crap. hearing Jay Z rap about those twins, yeah, twin Mercedes trucks for the twin babies, yeah, it was just it felt good. And so Beyonce that was great. talking about all this winning got me yeah. losing my mind. Yeah. Yes, I feel you. She looked Happy beautiful at the awards too. Yeah, I did you know, really like what she had on. That you know, you know, once again she was robbed, but it's okay. We yeah. don't have no choice. I mean. I don't really watch the awards for the awards, sadly. Ain't that fucked up? Like, I only watch... It's for the performances. Yeah. But Grammys are weird because it's like, there's a part of me that's like, fuck the Grammys. Like, who cares? Yeah, but they're still the Grammys. But, it's, yeah. but still then the Grammys. it's like, yep. I understand you want to be honored for your work, so... Because I was super happy when I saw Chance win, and I was like, yes, like, Best was new honored. artist. Hell yeah. How was his performance? Oh, Amazing. my God. So great. 
so great. Tamela Did he have like a choir? Yeah, he had yeah. Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin came the fact out. that I totally guessed that. <laughs> and right. let me just say, Kirk Franklin was sharp as a fucking tack. Backstage or either in the audience, he had these like burnout velvet black Gucci pants okay. on with this ivory jacket with like an ivory shirt and a black bow tie. Fran, sockless, this loafer that had like a <laughs> satin overlay. It was patent left. Fran, sharp, sharp, right mm. turn, sharp. <laughs> Sharp, you hear me? Butcher knife sharp. So Chance the Rapper is not signed to a label Mm -mm. and has never sold an album. Streaming only and one best fucking new artist. That's so inspiring. That's a totally new business model. So he makes money by touring, I'm assuming. Like shows. Wow. And her product endorsements too. You know he's got the Kit Kat commercials. Right. And he was, I think, in the Kenzo ad for when H and M and Kenzo did the collaboration. That's so interesting. Good for him. It shows you there's a way to do everything. That's what else great. about the Grammys, Grammys, Asante? Katy Perry looked like Kellyanne Conway. I just don't. Did she? Yeah, so she I like the blonde. Have you color? Heard, <laughs> but have you have you heard the song? <laughs> no, like, her new song. No, I haven't. Heard okay, it. so let me just but say, I do like the blonde. I, like I, I, I love that album cover is beautiful. I love every Katy Perry single. Single that she's ever put out, probably. She's great. She's a great songwriter. But this one, I don't know why I feel funny about it. It's a good song. It yeah. is. And the performance is cool. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's that hair. Is that what it is? It's that hair, dog. I'm telling Even you. Even watching her perform, I was just like, I don't know what is going on, but I'm not feeling this with Katie. You know how I felt during the performance? I was like, I know this. I think I even tweeted this. I was like, I know this shit is stupid, but I like it. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie about liking it. But I knew that it was stupid for me to like it. But no, it was it's catchy a, and good. No, the song is cool and it's cute and we need it right now. And the performance was real cool. What is it See, about? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> right there. Like, like I, I, I'm just saying all that to say, like, I, I get all that for other people. But for me, I just couldn't get to... Like, and I love Katy Perry as a singles artist. But the song is with Skip Marley. And it's like one of those, like... We need some healing right now. Okay. But let me get good loving tonight songs or some shit like that. And the irony in his name. <laughs> and once you hear the song, the irony in his name being skipped. No, stop. <laughs> once you hear the song. And the performance. I was like, God damn, this what did they say, Asante? The best what? <laughs> the best shade throws itself. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> The performance Put it on the back of a jacket. You she was me? like in all white. It was like a white house, and then the white fence goes up, and she comes out, and it rotates and mirrors. It was real deep and but eclectic and cool. But Kiki Palmer face. <laughs> the oh, house. I think you were gonna say Kiki Palmer performed, and then you loved it. <laughs> Might as well. Look, so because the gag is. <laughs> We thought it was. Get back. We thought it was. <laughs> no, but she, the house was made up of dancers holding these pieces together mm. that looked like the house. So as the performance went on, the house broke up and you realize that these are all dancers. It was visually stunning. And they were on like a tilted platform that was like round and like spinning around. Mm. It was amazing. So the, and Katie was, was she, she was like writhing, like she was dancing. <laughs> Dancing. She was dancing. Dancing. She was dancing. I see why you hesitated now, but dancing. I thought maybe the floor was hot. <laughs> um, or I saw or somebody of, was shooting at her We just going to move on. So uh, Puddles. Ed, Ed Sheeran performed. <laughs> now, let me tell you, you something watch Ed about Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Yes, and that's the problem. Was he jamming? <laughs> 
jamming. Yeah. He just looked like he was performing under a viaduct, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired of I'm tired of Ed Sheeran looking like he just got through. I'm tired of him looking like he just got through oh. cutting grass and just got <laughs> on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how y'all, you know how you go outside and cut your, well, if you've ever had, like, a yard, people that have, like, fellas, if you've ever cut grass and pushed the lawnmower, and some of you women, too, because y'all cut grass, shit. But if you ever cut grass Razor and bumps. came back in, Stop. 80%. I ain't <laughs> forgot. 40-40, like the club. <laughs> so, but, it, but yes, he always looks like he just got through cutting grass, and I'm sick of it, but was he jamming? <laughs> Hell yeah, he was jamming. And I'm going to tell you somebody else. Or do you have something else to say I about actually him? really liked Ed Sheeran's performance. and it He needs to do Cats on Broadway. Ed Sheeran looked like he would do good in Cats. Think about the <laughs> so Cats bad. makeup. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> think about the Cats makeup, friend. And think you about Ed Sheeran so and his face. He would probably do that. He could do Cats. <laughs> he he would fuck Cats up. He He's would. talented. He could, uh, he could do uh, Les Mis and all that. He could. He would fuck Broadway But up. Cats. You just want to think see him in that, that makeup. makeup. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked his performance. I actually really thought when I was watching it, I was like, this is what I really would have liked Alicia Keys' performance to look like on that one award oh. show. And when she did in common. Is that the song that she did? I didn't even remember what song when she, she performed. When she did the when different she, instrument. Like, uh-huh. she built up the song Yeah, because you know how she was, like, in that circle. So it was what like. What award show was that? I don't was know. it BET? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, she was, like, she had everything around her, and she was kind of, like, stuck. And then she, she came around. Trapped, and, but he had room yeah, to breathe. He had the lights all yeah. across the stage, and then he had the board, like, on the ground to kind of get some of that. So it didn't look like it was too much. He didn't look uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And plus, I, I really enjoy Ed Sheeran as a as an artist, randomly. I thought He's that it was. good. He is. Yeah. He he's, he reminds me, he reminds me of Jason Mraz, who I really used to. Really? I used to too. I used to love yes. his music. What was that song when they was in like a bank in the video or a credit union or something? Okay, so the singles were "You and I," uh, "Me Myself," and I. Uh, How did you, you and I go? You and I both love. See, I'm all about them words. Over mm-hmm. number, unencumbered number words. Yeah. Pages and pages, pages. Yeah. Okay, it was Jason Mraz who Ed Sheeran. Rihanna didn't out. perform? No, she didn't perform. She didn't win. She didn't do nothing but show up and look she absolutely cute. She, stunning. She waited at Beyonce. Her outfit looks so beautiful. Vogue gave her best dress, too. Uh, well deserved. I loved it. The orange and yeah. the velvety black skirt. Yeah. She and came. her flask. Yeah. <laughs> she waved. She her is personality. such a show. Yeah. I love her. Love I'm her. sad I missed it. I'm gonna see if I can try to watch it. What's it's another guy too. It was a white boy. He had dark hair and he looked like I don't even know how to describe it, but it was him and another girl singing. And he was really eccentric. Like, like back in that is day. Is his name Luke something or um damn is, does it I, it, he was jamming. I have oh, to ask um, that girl that was with Drew. I didn't watch. Uh, it was good. I got to. Th- I'm gonna find out who it was. I know he's talking I'm, about because right he's, got, he's got that song. He's got that seven. That seventeen. <laughs> he, he moves like kind of weird. That like that's his song. Yes, I think you he's know, saying that. Yeah, it's the. Uh, I, I don't, like. You know, you've heard this song. I like him. That song is everywhere. And they used to play it at the restaurant that I worked at. Oh. And when I heard it, I was like, oh hell. But I. But it's a good song. I like him. He's the a, way he was singing and stuff. He has this song called Seventeen. About. He was like. What? I was seven years old. Yeah. And the song is good. You you would love the song. I gotta look you would it love up. the song. I don't know which one it is. Jamming. Luke 
I don't Damn, know. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking, know what about. talking about. Did you see him yeah. standing up there uh-uh. singing? No, I, I just know the song. But the he song. was jamming. I know he was. We I, need to like. I love I the will song. go see him live. We can't. I love. You know what? I love music of all genres. But you know when you working in places and they play that one song over and over, it'd be like, oh, I can't do that no more. <laughs> but now you can listen to it because you want to. Damn it. Yeah, I'm still shedding the layers. You know, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but friend, you gonna like that? We are gonna play that one for you later. I'm gonna look it up. I mean, I'm gonna try to find a link to see if I can watch the whole show. Wait, who? There was one more performance I feel like we need to talk about, but I can't remember who. Was that it? The BGS thing? No, I don't care about that. BGS tribute? Yeah. Oh. It, it looked forced and weird. Did they have a Prince tribute? Uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah. why y'all laugh? Oh God, it was bad. No, it wasn't bad. It just there's always you know who performed it, don't you? No, Laura Govan. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> who performed? <laughs> Asante. Down. Out of all of the people, <laughs> Laura Govan. I don't care what nobody say. Bruno Mars looked like Laura Govan on <gasps> oh, stage. Oh, that's why he's. Oh Asante God. said. No. Asante no, said. No, Asante didn't say nothing. Asante you said know. he had on Jordan Hill. Yeah, no, but let me that. tell you it why. Was the Keisha Cole, Steve why was I at the airport? I was at the airport and I went on my Twitter, and the first tweet I see. <laughs> was Dustin saying who said who said right exactly I seen that shit that popped up in my when I tell you I laughed so hard at the airport I was dying even the girl next to me looked over and she didn't know what tweet she just saw the shoes <laughs> Jordan because Bruno was moving too fast I knew he had on lifts of some sort you know what I'm saying Yo, you I knew he had on some lifts but I just didn't know what kind of, it had to be an athletic <laughs> lift. So I just, Jordan Hills, it made the most sense to me. But I know he killed it, right? I wonder why they didn't have, um... Miguel. Miguel, Where Janelle, the fuck is Miguel? Janelle Monet, like... Janelle Monet. Those, to me, would be dope Prince tributes. Even Luke, Luke James would have been dope. You know, I, and I, I, I immediately thought about Luke James, but I was like, I don't think they're going to do that with the movie right now. I feel like he's probably doing all the tour for that. That would have been perfect, though. It would have been, but you know, there's been some weird press stuff with them. With the... Uh, New edition? Yeah. Like, when they were on Wendy, you saw how they were only interviewing, like, two or three of them, and the other ones was kind of out. Like, they have, like, a weird thing. I hope I everybody's... Know. I hope they still cool. I do, too. I really want that to be, like, a y'all thing. gonna be, like, you know, niggas. Because what an shit. amazing, like, piece of art. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I would hate for them to fuck it up getting into it. Right. Like they Egos. did, the, like the characters they played. <laughs> Real life. Okay. Damn. Like y'all, can, y'all, y'all got Let the best warning life. ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do not do this. And y'all really gonna do it? No, I think Luke would have been dope. His voice is so rich. Yeah. Well, I'll try to watch it. Should we jump into the show, guys? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, let's just keep doing this. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking up? You had another suggestion? Nope. Oh, I thought I was like, who else performed on Sunday? Prepare for the next segment. You know, I'm never ready, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're never ready. <laughs> so, on last week's show, mm-hmm. we discussed, well, the title of the show was Dirty Projector, which was crazy oh because my God. Yo. the group Dirty Projector dropped after like a long hiatus, they dropped that day with Dawn. With Dawn, a collaboration with literally Dawn. y'all literally were turning tweeted, into Bruhas. Literally tweeted the <laughs> uh, the episode <laughs> this is crazy and seen that shit, and I was like, "Is that why they was laughing last night?" And so and I, it really I, I was laughing. I was just like, 
I was home by myself. I started looking around the room and shit. Like, okay, wait a minute, goddamn it! Like, this is something. Like, that was. Yo, that's that bugged me out because everybody was tweeting you, us the link. I was like, wow, okay, but that's what we titled the show, and we and we uh, discussed projecting the the psychological phenomena of not confronting the things that you feel you fall short at, but somehow projecting it on everyone else. And as usual, you guys had a lot of great opinions to share on the topic so we picked our faves asante who stood out to you this person would like to remain anonymous but their email is titled triggered as fuck i was just gonna say (laughs) but the email is (laughs) (laughs) hi friends this is my first emailing a podcast so i apologize in advance but i couldn't help myself after the dirty projector episode Mental health wasn't something I struggled with until I went to college a few years ago. Side note, where was your imposter syndrome episode when I was in school? (laughs) To give you some background, I'm a cancer and an only child, which means I'm a gatekeeper of all the feels. Sisterhood and friendship is something that has always been very important to me, so much so that I have no issues cutting a bitch out of my life if I feel that I've been wronged. Damn. One of my best girlfriends at the time was unfortunately the victim of my now-realized projection. Wow. As I was in a place in life where I felt undervalued and unsuccessful, which of course wasn't true, but my dumb ass didn't know any better. I saw her success as my lack and forced a wedge between us as I tried to figure out who I was. Dirty Projector really hit home for me. Ironically, the part about Beyonce's pregnancy photos being triggering for that terrible for that terrible authoress <clears throat> on Medium. I removed my friend from my social feed so I wouldn't have to see how happy she was with life while I felt like I wasn't shit. Which is so funny because my only problems at the time were choosing the right backpack. Meanwhile, niggas got bills now. All of this with no explanation from me to her. As I used to live my life thinking, I owe no explanation to anyone about my feelings. Which I learned is unhealthy. So I just thought that it was super dope for her to realize, even in hindsight, that there was a mistake made. Because sometimes you just look forward and you're like, oh damn, you know, I don't do this. Or you're like, oh damn, I do do that. And you just keep going. But to even look back and see where you went wrong in the past... Now you have a chance to potentially make that right and move forward. And um, just don't do that shit no more. <laughs> so, I love it. What did you find, friend? August 7-Eleven on SoundCloud said, Wow, this episode could not have been more timely for me. I really needed this. Realizing I project my own insecurities and doubts onto others, especially in relationships with men. After digging a bit deeper, I've been able to pinpoint the exact moments and interactions where I sabotaged my own happiness simply by being unsure of myself. Mm. Why is it so hard to see ourselves how others see us? Sometimes it feels easier to just give in to my doubts than to be open and accepting of love and good vibes. Mm. I love that y'all are bringing these topics to light. Otherwise, I might continue to go through the motions Thank you, thank you a million times over. Y'all don't know what you do for my mood and confidence whenever I need a friend. Oh, I love that. You got a friend. <laughs> my favorite part is that all the comments were people being um, introspective and being yeah. like, oh, shit, I do that. You know, and I think that's cool. I think it's cool to admit, like, when you're shitty, because we all are at times. Okay. Right? So... Yeah, that was my favorite. What'd you find in the Twitter streets, Dustin? In these streets. In these streets. In these streets. So we just both going to do both parts? <laughs> I guess we going to do it. Okay, well, let's just do something now. Let's just do the, the official In These Streets song. Okay. What do you the want it to official. be? The official. 
In these streets. In these streets. Oh, in these streets. Oh, in these streets. In these streets. It's going to change every week still. Right. In these streets. Anyway, uh, shout out to J. Anthony Brown. That's where that came from. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Brian Class at B-R-A-I-N-K-L-A-A-S, who tweeted that okay. Donald Trump has golfed two weekends in a row out of four as president. Here are 11 times that Trump criticized Obama for playing golf as president. And these tweets span for many, 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 many years. Um, 2016 all the way, you know, into some other years that are not 2016. Bottom line, he did a lot of the shit, and it's totally hypocritical. So we just want to add that to the other pile of shit. Um, <laughs> I love the Real Housewives of Atlanta because they carry peaches, and peaches remind me of impeachment, which is one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. Anyway, moving <laughs> forward, <clears throat> I would also like to give a shout-out to Beyonce Knowles. As we just got through saying, you know, the Grammys were not the – brightest star in the sky for her this past Sunday, but I would like to make a note that Formation has become the most awarded music video in history. Really? With 22 awards like overall in total, okay. surpassing Michael Jackson's Thriller. Wow. So it's wow. in the best company of all music video company. Wow. And since Beyonce is her, we just go in right there. <laughs> So on this week's show, we mentioned to you guys a couple weeks back that we would start having what we call wild card episodes. With the wild card episodes. <laughs> like Uno. <laughs> there's no, uh, you know, commentary or introspection or anything heavy. We'll just talk about something random as hell and super silly. And what popped up today. Sex. Since, <laughs> since it's Black History Month. Valentine's Day. We were Valentine's like, Day. Times. Huh. Toms. Library. We, <laughs> Screet. Supposedly. <laughs> we, <laughs> we said we would talk about all things blackness. Brand is on fire. But you know what? I'm going to let Asante describe it because he actually came up right. with the question. <laughs> well, Mid-laugh over here. Come on. Supposedly. How many people you know that say that? I couldn't even do it. I'm finna see. So, <laughs> That's another one. So you know, whatever. I was thinking that we could talk about <laughs> whatever. things that are black. Like, you know, things that are black to you. Things that, things that are potentially black in general that might not even be black to you why are these things why is this black let's start here and if they are because we were discussing if a they few are. and our white engineer matt was like i'm gonna interject okay <laughs> shout out to matt for putting us up on game right, right. He said we ain't gentrify that now <laughs> okay okay so start? things that could potentially be black i want to start with the oven actually <laughs> So I, uh, one of the examples that I gave was when it's cold out and you got to warm up the house and the heat's not working, turn the oven on, get the heat going. And I just feel like people would say, oh, that's like a black thing. you know? Is yeah, it I'm a just... black thing or a poor thing? Same thing. Same <laughs> thing. Feel, and you know what? That's a... <laughs> Same thing. You know what? Peace pipe, crack exactly. pipe. That's Same what, thing. That's why you asked it. A lot of people associate black with poor, just like they associate ghetto with black and ghetto and poor and ghetto poor and black. That's when you hit them with the Tumblr word, we are not a monolith. Uh! Right. <laughs> I have another oven one. Is it black to store your pots and pans in your oven? Like, mm. if you don't have enough cabinet space? Only if said pans have all that dark brown shit built up around the outside of them. You know what I'm saying? From not getting all the like grease all off and my shit. Pans? Yeah. Okay, now does your in oven. In that case, and we black. 
But if you put in copper, you know, I almost told him copper toppers and shit in the oven and uh, the just, yeah, you just the, the brushing. I, I was gonna say, now brushing, does your, not does your brushing. oven still have that little bottom part? That, that oh yeah, the drawer at the bottom <laughs> oh, where you put your cookie out. sheet. Oh, the, the, now can you store your pots of beans up there? Yeah, that that that's, that's fair. Supposed to put them right. You know the drawer. What is but, that for? But Wait, you get what is that drawer up. for? I'm gonna tell you right now. I've never known. If it's a gas stove, mm-hmm. that's probably like, that's a broiler. Oh, oh, that's shit. the broiler. But I ain't broiling if nothing. If it's an electric low. stove, if it's an electric stove, look, that started making that start hit me on top <laughs> of the head. Start. That start hit me. Like, what? If it's an electric stove, it's storage. It's just a big drawer that you put like your cookie sheet muffin Where you pans. should put the pots and pans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's okay, where so you put do. Okay. So we just improvise <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> okay. I used to Somebody work with the dumbest. Way. I'm going to tell you something else. Black. Well, this is just about a black person. So I guess I can tell it. <laughs> I used to work with this dumb, 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 dumb nigga, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to say his name, too. No, don't say his name. <laughs> Let's just say there's a very famous rapper that has a daughter named Regine, and oh, this person, God. they have the same first name. So anyway, <laughs> he was so dumb, and he used to fuck with me when I first started this job, right? We used to get in, like, arguments, like, almost get physical. And I was so young, and he was much older than me. But now, in retrospect, I know that I was smart, I was kind, and I was important. And it ain't his ass. <laughs> it ain't him alive. So he anyway, was projecting Justin like a motherfucker. <laughs> so two things. Little First projector. thing, he was so stupid. He was like known for being dumb. They used to call him dumb, and then the other name I just alluded to, <laughs> allegedly. So he don't sue me. Anyway, <laughs> so long story short, he was having. He started telling all the guys at work that he was having trouble. He had just got this new stove, and he could not get the pilot lit for nothing, right? He was like, I can't light the pilot. I can't feel You know how to light the pilot. So everybody's like, all you do is just, you know, open it up, reach up in the thing, you know, put strike the match, put it up there, light the pilot, whatever. Don't you know? So the, one of the guys that we work with that was a known shit talker, he was like, all right, you know, but he was handy. So he was like, all right, you know, I'll come over and take a look at it for you on the way home or whatever, because he was always bumming rides when his car was broke down, which was all the time. So anyway, (laughs) tell me why they get over there and it's a fucking electric stove. He said he was like, hey, man, come on, man. Wow. It's a goddamn. He was like, what? He's like, it's a goddamn electric stove, man. You don't see the the coils on the top? Those is burners, man. This ain't gas. Plug it in. <laughs> Went off. He was so dumb. Oh and so I'm that just crying. made me think about it because she was talking about stuff. <laughs> so shout out to him. He probably still person. dumb today. And I remember, God rest his soul, one of the funniest people I ever met in my life. I won't say his name because it'll probably give the rest of the story away. But I remember one time he said he drove past the dumb guy's house. Dumb. And the, the dumb guy always talked about how he loved his Rottweiler. And the guy that was one of the funniest people I ever met said he drove past the house. And the dummy and the Rottweiler was both chained on the front porch. What? <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History. That's a little Black <laughs> History for y'all. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Oh, it's your turn, Dustin. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Thought I just had it. He said, woo. <laughs> okay, so in, in keeping with the tradition of oh, I cannot. being in the kitchen in the stove, 
Let's talk about pressing and curling hair on the stove. Oh, oh my God. Shit. Heating up a pressing comb, your mama putting that chair up to that stove, threatening <laughs> to kick your ass if you flinched because she was trying not to burn you and she was getting close to the root with that pressing comb. Let's start I have out a confession that. to make. Well, you used what, to get your hair pressed. It? My mama did that to me. <laughs> oh, when I was in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I still remember that comb and everything. Oh that shit was Wait, I'm going to need pictures. I'm going to need pictures. Please. Ooh, it, please, Asante it, Mama, I know you listening. You had the DJ quick. Please. Please send me a Patty LaBelle pound cake and then pictures you know of Asante. Looked, you know she's still looking. Every time I talk to her, she say it. She's like, I forgot. I got to go give me Wait, please well, get that pound wait, cake. Wait, can you okay, please so explain listen. what the vision so was? Listen, what when was, I was the look? When I was in middle school, I, at one point I said, I want to grow my hair. I was like, my mom wants some cornrows. And she was like, I don't know what you want cornrows for, but okay. So then we just got infatuated with the fact that my hair was getting long. Because at the time, you know, <laughs> she had me on the program. Okay, you're getting this haircut every two weeks. So after I got off the program, she was like, oh, your hair's getting long now. So like, let's see. I, I want to see how it looks great. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what? And so she pulls out... <laughs> This comb, this gold little... Not a golden hat. This gold baby tooth-ass comb. And I'm like looking at this like, whose hair is she going to comb with that comb? Like the teeth in that thing are so... They so close together. I could not believe that she thought she was going to put that through my hair. She left it on the stove. I remember... <laughs> Ooh. I remember Twitching. watching the stove go orange and be like, yeah. she is going to take that off the stove and put that through my hair. <laughs> I remember being infatuated. You know when you're a young boy, you cry when you go get your hair cut. Like, when you like two or three and you're at the barbershop, you four or whatever, you're like, oh, I'm crying. Right. But when you kind of grown and you see a, a comb on the stove, you're like, no, that's not, no, that's, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I did. Wait, 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 because I, wait. What did it was look it the like? whole head or did she just want yeah, to do like a link check? Head. She pressed your whole head. head. <laughs> Hell yeah. I will, I will never forget. I went to school and the niggas was talking about, man, you look like, oh, it's black. You know what he looked like? like? Frederick I bet you, oh my God. You was about to say that. But you about to say Frederick There was like side note who was Trump like, still you, thinks is alive, telling people Frederick Douglass is doing just, great. Just work. real, <laughs> just not getting enough recognition. What the fuck? Just not getting enough recognition. For his great. You gotta laugh. You like, gotta laugh. You gotta laugh to not cry. Frederick Douglass and, still alive, doing great work. <laughs> and there was just not one good black person in that room but to wait, give a Asante. good meme expression. Wait. Yes. How many days did you go to school with your hair like pressed? <laughs> All of them. You know, did you wait? That, did you look like the out. black kids that you know the black kids that look like that try to do the emo rap? Yes, <laughs> yep, that's how like I look. Like Adrian, remember Adrian at that Love and Hip Hop reunion when she had her hair going straight Adrian. to the back? Which or Arian? Excuse me, oh. Arian. Oh. Remember when she had her hair going to the back? <laughs> Damn, but oh I well. Am in tears. <laughs> it was all yours. Did Unlike she bring your hair? Okay, holes that was. Laughing. I was the original length check. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> y'all want to be real about it. Oh well. <laughs> Look, and I remember I was actually pulling the ponytail on some of them girls that no. couldn't do it. Some of that that little snap. I was just like, like, oh damn, I got a little something over you, girl. Like <laughs> at, at PE, putting my stuff up in the pony. But I, I didn't like can't. that when I was younger. That hair touching my neck, I, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> no, I'm ticklish and shit. I can't. Do not you had body. Ears? Not you had body, and it was touching. Now I <laughs> will say, <laughs> body. I won't stop. Giving them body. body and shy. Something totally on oh my, my. Just so for me. That's right. <laughs> Why do you I know the team's Just for me. 
yes, no. My mother's hands were She's pristine. A G. I only got growing hands. I only got, Precision. She had growing hands. That's black. Calling the lady that any hairdresser that can make your hair get long. Growing they hands. had growing hands. <laughs> I'll never That's forget. That's black shit. I got nicked twice throughout the entire experience. Ooh. Just twice. On and, your and on your ear. Nope. Where? Neck, neck, the, you know, okay. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's when I learned about the kitchen, <laughs> and in the front of my head, ooh, because I was laughing and she ain't like that shit. You got steal real quick. I did. She was like, I told Man- you to quit moving now. Challenge. Now you in here screaming and I can't do. That was the first mannequin challenge: getting your hair pressed. <laughs> I'm still, okay. I'm crying over here. <sighs> All right, friend. What about you? Come on, friend. Um. Well, the thing, if we're going to do hair, I went to the Dominican hair spots, which are just as terrible because they will burn the shit Uh out of your scalp with that hot ass. The Dominican press is real. Oh, my God. I I took India to get her hair to the Dominican press. (laughs) Did you really? She said, I want that $15 press. Where I got to go to get that? Like, girl, I know where to take it. Came out beautiful. No, the thing is, it looks beautiful, but they fuck your shit up. And your ears are burning. Like, I still have... Like scars on my at the top of my ears. If you look closely, mm. all from the from them burning my hair and the and then they start gossiping and you're under the dryer. <laughs> your ears are burning. So that was my hair experience. Ooh, what was your hair experience, Dustin? <laughs> A man going to the barber shop. First of oh, all, oh barber shop okay. First of all, it was a thing, right? It would be like my dad, my brother, and me. We would always go together. And then my brother, he was older than me, naturally. So that only lasted but for so long. You know what I'm saying? And then he started doing his own thing. So me and my dad would always go. Oh, you go to the same people for years. They always know you from when you're a little boy until you get grown and start going on your own. You start driving to the barbershop. It's like, you know, they grow. You grow with them and yes. shit. It always becomes like family. And then my barber actually started dating my cousin. So... <laughs> We really kind of was family for me. Haircuts for the love. Yeah, but then nobody really know we was cousins and shit. It was like a whole thing. So, but anyway, yeah, shout out to my barber, Maurice Dantzler. He was the best barber <laughs> yes. ever. He used to like have my hair he hooked like up. A barber. My mother didn't want me to get a line across the front. And you know me, I was like, I'm not leaving this barber shop with my hair not lined across the front. Do it! And Maurice did it. And I give him credit for that because that was gutsy. <laughs> It took chutzpah. (laughs) (laughs) So I admire him. But going to the barbershop was an experience. Um, I've told y'all before, one of the math teachers at my high school went to the same barbershop as me, and he would always see me in the barbershop and say cuss words and pay for my haircut. And he he had a Ph.D. in, like, math or whatever. (laughs) Dr. Stram, rest in peace. So the barbershop is an experience now. The other side of the barbershop is when you get grown and start going, baby, when I moved to Detroit... Shout out to Direction Salon, um, downtown on Michigan and Grand River. Um, it was above, it was owned by this guy who owned the restaurant, which was a club too underneath it. So we would be upstairs getting our hair cut, and the waitresses would be coming back and forth, you know, with drinks, wings, what? you know, food, whatever. Then, you know, you almost got carte blanche when you go to the club because you from upstairs. So the same staff, you know them because some of the hairdressers and stuff, they would end up bartending or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Yeah, like later or whatever. It was the best shit. And and it was a live spot. It used to be called Half Past Three. Then they called it TV Lounge in downtown Detroit. So shout out to Detroit. And shout out to Direction Salon. And shout out to Will, who was one of the best barbers in the world. Will Will did hair and cut hair. So yes. when you went to Will, you had an appointment. 
Will had came. It had been times I had early flights. Will would come and cut, wash my hair and cut my hair and shit at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I had make my 6.30 flight, shit like that. Will would hold me down. He was just mad cool. Ugh, the barbershop was fun. And you get to talk shit. And then when you get older and be gay, like you end up knowing the hairstylist. And so like the whole song, <laughs> it's just, it's totally different. Great. What about what? Wait, well, hold on. Before we go to the bar, I just have you. You just reminded me of. Come on, come on, uh, come on! I need to shout out Louis Clemens the <laughs> Third. He was That's my barber. He, he like was he my barber hair. for years. He, like he still Maurice and Louis Clemens. Google. Anybody that's the third, they can they <laughs> Google got a, a Louis hand. Clemens. Look, and I'm about to after this, I'm about to say Google Louis Clemens the third. He is still down in Atlanta, Georgia, cutting hair or or maybe doing man units. Whatever y'all doing down there, Louis probably do it. He's Open doing, the door and go, so good. So good. <laughs> okay, do it. We I'm heard telling it at you, time too, y'all. Louis <laughs> he put me on to the two-way back in the day. I'll never forget. He had it. Before Usher had it in that video. The two-way <laughs> picture. I was like, damn, my barber got that too. Barbers like, have everything. everything. Barbers have shoes, everything. gadgets, SUVs with leather-ass seats and Yo, wood trim everywhere. Barbers, they make SUVs, money. Everything. They do make bank. Badass though. girlfriends. And if Female you want barbers t- too. And if you want to take it to today, <laughs> shout out to Valjean Guerra II, my barber now. Okay? Because that one right there, he be doing it when he do it with them clippers. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to Jose, my my former barber. Before Jose I was a great barber. Back to supporting black businesses. That must have been in Washington Heights. Yep. <laughs> Jose. Harlem, not Washington Heights. Oh. <laughs> Hamilton Heights. Now what? Oh. A, <laughs> no. Okay. Now what about uh, you know I have to ask health remedies. What that that blue water they always stick the um combs and scissors and shit in <laughs> barbicide. What's that shit called? Yeah. It's either blue or the green. It's always, it's always really opaque. It's yeah. really opaque. <laughs> it's guy. If when it's I, light, don't get your hair cut there. That, oh, whatever them no. combs and the scissors fact that and shit everybody in. Everybody has the barbicide. To be, it got to be deep. It got like Windex. Hell yeah, and the alcohol got to burn. If it ain't, it, it's neat. Preferably green alcohol. With a little bit of water in it, and they spray it on you, and it needs to eat your skin and scalp. That, oh alive. my god, that I'm terrible. so purple it needs to feel like they sprayed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That I'm so purple alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean health remedies, like when you were sick. Oh, black little, health black remedies. Black health remedies. Robitussin, shit. Oh, Robitussin. <laughs> Anything. Goodies or BC powder. You ever take the BC powder? Yeah, the We didn't take BC powder. We used Nuprin. We used Mm -hmm. Nuprin. Nuprin is a very black pain reliever. A lot of black families use Nuprin. That was very black. Is it like like powder too? It was like an aspirin, but it wasn't powder form. Mm. But again, I'm from Michigan. In the Midwest, we really didn't do BC powder. That was like some some shit (laughs) later on. Yeah, yeah, they they was like, damn. Ain't they fucking that voice? She, uh, she doing both. Yeah, but they yes. This, uh, yeah, when you Nuprin did that, every time reliever. he does the voice, but when crack. you did it, I have never in my life. I wish I could have. How liked. are they? How are they, friend? How are they? No, do it, friend. friend I, like, I wish. Like, I wish I could have liked that post in real life and then liked it again. Shout out! Shout out to our friend, friend of the show, Carrie on Twitter. He changed his Twitter handle too. It's it's he Carrie is now. So funny. He tweeted me a gift that I don't know if he made it or what, but it's Phaser doing name like this and then doing name like, like back to back. It's a gift. He tweeted he and he texted to me as a matter of fact. I'm gonna send it to you yeah. and you and you and you you you. you. To oh God! Well, we talked about the Vicks Vapor Rub. Vicks oh. Vapor and they, Vicks Vapor Rub on everything. You know, a little on your chest, 
toes before under you go your to nose bed. and the mm-hmm. right here and the look. Oh my god! And the nostrils. I feel like at one point when I was sick, I was like eating Vicks vapor up in my soup. Like I just remember, <laughs> what? No. like like I know she wasn't putting it in there. Like, but it's why like, are you putting Vicks vapor up on my elbows? My god, I got a cold, man. What are you doing? What the fuck? My elbows on? need Vicks for, but they work. She Ask did. me, did I wake up feeling better? Did they, did they ever make you drink um, castor oil Ooh, with I onion? Want, I, I should call my mama and right garlic. now and go off. Cod liver oil, Ooh. castor oil, it, oh Father God. fucking John's. Did y'all ever have to take Father yes. John's? Yes. Nope. Oh, that's death. <laughs> uh, to this day, triggers. Yo, like, look, I have chills. Triggers. I can feel it in my why, stomach. Why did they make us do that shit? <laughs> Cod liver oil was the worst thing I have ever tasted in my life. Oof. Father John's cod liver oil. Dr. Titchener's fucking mouthwash. <laughs> Dr. Titchener. Um, what else? And what was that soap? That that soap. It's a soap. Dr. Bonner's. Mm-mm. I can't have... think of the name of this soap. I would have to. I would have Is to it call a one of soap? my family. It may no. Oh, the Castile. But soap. it's like that. It Use comes Kirk's. in a. I can't think of it. <laughs> You ever I heard of Kirk's? No. Some Castile soap. I used to always get. I always use Dr. Bonner's. That was always in the house. <laughs> you said <laughs> Dr. Titchener. I hated See, Dr. Titchener's. Uh, I hated that Okay, shit. what was the best? Uh, what? Was, oh, I'm from the South. That was not. I was going to say, what was like the worst dish that was probably considered black that you didn't eat? Like for me, oh, um, that's they always associate black folks with chitlins. I've never had chitlins yep. in my life. Because they smell. I just, well, the fact that you have awful. to literally wash shit off of them has always been enough of a <laughs> yeah, hindrance I, for me. You know, even I've as a only, child. Yo, but pig's feet, I have... Listen, they good. Let's I be real. Loved pigs. I've never had them. When I was little, my mom's uh, husband was from South Carolina. Ooh. So he brought the country aspect to my life. You know, we're from the island, so I have that. But he brought the country, and I used to love pig's feet. Now, nah, will I eat it now? Ooh. Absolutely not, because I just think <laughs> about a little pig's foot. <laughs> but as a kid, when I didn't Chicken know any better, gizzards. oh gizzards, I will fuck a gizzard up today. <laughs> what about cows? Well, from tongue? the hood spot, mm-hmm. though, you got to get mm-hmm. it with fries on the side. Oh my god! From the what? four chicken wings. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, my god! But I can't. Um, let me think. What else? What else is some black shit? Like I like going to Papa Do's and ordering the gator. Gator? Well, going out to eat in general, <laughs> like there, there's there's black elements to going to restaurants. And that's some black shit oh. anyway. Going out to eat, like when you know what I'm saying. Not here in New York, it's a little different because that's all we do. But if you're in a city like Detroit, Atlanta, Atlanta. Memphis, <laughs> uh, you know Charlotte, Cleveland, Ohio, you know cities Cleveland. like that. Going to out to eat there. on a Friday, you know what I'm saying. Everybody go to the Fridays by the mall. You know, that kind of shit. Seeing be seen. You know what I'm saying? Don't let it be a fight on or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be at the restaurant watching the fight. There's a new, uh, what's the name? Name a restaurant chain. P.F. Chang's. They built a new P.F. Chang, so everybody starts going out to that one now. You know, going out to eat is some black shit, too, a little bit. It is. (laughs) I can remember, like, every restaurant in Atlanta that niggas, like, frequented. Like, Mm -hmm. you... Back when Atlanta had, like, you know, well, there's still the scene. It's probably worse now. I just remember there will always be, like, the new spot. But y'all been going to the Pimp Chase? Like, Justin's. Now nah, we stopped going to Justin's. What you know about That was Justin's? a scene in Atlanta. Sylvia's. Yeah. Oh, Sylvia's up here, yeah. That was up here, though, yeah. yeah. But down there, you know, like, even um, Gladys Knights. Our, our, oh. Um, that was a scene for a while. I remember for prom, we went to Gladys Knights afterwards. And as an adult, being like, why do we come here after prom? <laughs> y'all remember Poe Folks? Mm-hmm. No, it was that? like a restaurant. Po folks was so. Was good. it like a like buffet style? 
like like or not buffet, but like cafeteria like style. Southern food. They used to serve the drinks in mason jars, like your beverage. Cute. I just remember being a kid and getting a Sprite in a mason jar and getting like big ass hush puppies and like Southern food. Pe- I feel like I might know there, what you're talking about. Po folks, let me know if Po folks is still running up open. I'm, if you no, remember, somebody it. knows about po it. Po folks, I feel like my mom might know. That's what my I feel yeah, like... call, not too sweet. <laughs> Sante's mama is funny, y'all. Oh my god! Wait, I have a question. What about now? Let's switch over to travel. What about flights? Clapping when the plane lands. That's not black. That's not black. Mm-hmm. Is that island? It, it is the opposite, actually. <laughs> That's got to be Caribbean, though. I don't Maybe. clap when I land. I do praise the Lord. I do. I do. You know, thank the <laughs> right. Lord. It that makes me laugh down, though. But... Every time I've gone to whether it's Jamaica, Cuba, D- it definitely has to. Oh be... no, no, no. That's but different. Too. That's different. When it lands, they be like, <laughs> Yeah, that's when everybody on vacation. Everybody drunk. Shit, you be like, All right. <laughs> about to have sex and party and shit yeah, all weekend. That's you, out, you out to all the destinations and things. But I right. have had experiences on domestic flights to, let's see, Minneapolis. You know what I'm saying? Place Milwaukee. Right. Phoenix. They've clapped during landing. And I'm, I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I would be putting my sunglasses on like, this is your first time. It's gotta be your first time. That's the thing. Yeah. Americans don't do it. But no. I notice like Africans and Caribbean people do it every time. And I always join in because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes I do join in. If I hear people like excited on the plane about something, I'd be excited with them. Like, well, good. Like I saw that, that video, yeah. I, was it you that posted of the turbulence on the African? On the African, yeah. DJ, shout out to Dylan Jaden. Oh, of the show. he posted DJ posted it. It was, a, it was a it? Nigerian flight with turbulence. And they, they, one of the, the guys was like, tell the pilot yeah. to go behind the yeah. cloud. <laughs> you had Screaming to Screaming and crying and so shit. <laughs> black folks blacking. Wait, what else is there? Okay, black travel. I'm going to tell you something else. Black people buy outfits before they go out of town. <laughs> you get if they going out of town, like you're gonna be gone for a week. Let's say a family reunion. That's a perfect. And it's example. usually jumpsuit, like oh jump my god, jumpsuits, <laughs> jumpsuits, um, purses, yeah. a little bitty. Well, this is a good one. Black jumpsuits. women when they travel, they get a small purse that they can strap across their body, like a thin. <laughs> that Always, so true. that's a travel Always. purse. And the and yeah. the the sandals that have like a jewel spark- in between the big oh toe. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then a strap across the the, the um the top the of your The sandals always have jewels <laughs> and a maxi dress. And you better the long believe there's toe, dress. there's oh, there's nail art. <laughs> Normally a junk nail on the big toe and solid on the other four. The airbrush design. Mm-hmm. That is travel. That's black travel for real. And now hair. Every time a black woman go on vacation, okay, most black women, how do you get your hair styled? Braids, duh. You can get them wet. They still look good. You know what I'm saying? They Braids. Last a long time. It's, it's something so beautiful. Black women always get, our, my sisters, everybody, you going out of town. Wait, I'm, I'm still down about braids, the jewel. Look, you, you, you thinking about every pair of sandals <laughs> that you bought down. for that reason. I, down. I knew it. I, I saw you going through your closet right Because I was there. just in Miami. <laughs> yeah. And all the way past, I was sitting at, the, at one of those outside restaurants, and I was like, yo, there if really is a more. black travel style. Like, all the women have the little jewels. Is the wild <laughs> pair still open? I don't know. <laughs> you remember the what wild pair? The shoe store in the mall. It was a shoe store called the wild <laughs> pair, and that's where you would get them kind of sandals. Am I lying, Asante? Am I lying? <laughs> Woo! Cumberland <laughs> Mall. The wild pair. Mall. Wild <laughs> pair. Yep. Black shit. I'm telling you, we can do this. That is black shit. What are we missing? Town. 
Shit, I was just thinking the mall in general. I mean, oh, the mall. We can do that. The mall. That, that, that's a very mall black culture, experience. Especially Atlanta. Because I'm from why. New York, so we don't have mall no. culture. But when I lived in Atlanta, the, malls ain't the shit mall was a thing. Oh, it, my God. I mall hopped. I remember, I know where every mall is. I remember how long it took me to go from one, one mall to the next. You get an outfit to go to the Ooh. mall to get yeah, an yes. outfit. Yes. Oh, especially in Atlanta. On a Saturday? In Atlanta. Are you crazy? In Atlanta, you Lennox don't leave Mall? it. I was just, what? you already. Lennox Mall. That is the first sport. time someone took me. And it was, people were just hanging out, looking up over the. Not buying <laughs> yeah. shit. I was like, is this a culture? It felt yep. like an 80s. Like, remember the Breakfast Club and all the movies when they would be at the mall and yeah. shit? That's literally what, that's real. It, and people just walk in circles. Yeah. Yep. For hours. And that's to get on the in mall their, In their lugs. I think that's why I hate shopping now. You know, I really don't like to shop because I, I used to spend all the time so many hours. in the mall. Like, every time I'd be oh, what you doing this weekend? My friends like, oh, let's meet up at the mall. What was the oh, fancy mall, the expensive one? Lennox in Atlanta. That was That Lenox. was the fancy? I thought well, there was Fit, another Fips, one. Fips Fips was across was from Lennox, but it don't yeah. have, like, a whole lot of stores. Fips was if you, like, really had the money, but then it was, like, <laughs> did any of really See, I didn't have mall culture here. We yeah, just had... um. The one on 34th Street, Manhattan Mall, which isn't, nope. yeah, it's like fake. And then every time I say that to somebody, they're like, well, we've got the Atlantic Mall. I was like, that's not a mall either. It's no. Just, certain malls, you go to certain malls for certain stuff, too. Now, depending on what neighborhood that the mall is in, that may determine what you can get there, i.e. the Foot Locker that's close to, you know, the best areas is not going to have the same sneaker selection that the Foot Locker in the hood is going to have. So right. you got to know your mall. Certain malls you go to for certain stuff. Tennis shoes, baby clothes, you know what I'm saying? You can go clothes. to a certain mall. Even when H&M first like yeah. came to Atlanta, they did like one or two H&Ms, but the one downtown was the one with everything. The mm. other one only had only women's. It was like, damn, but they can't get a little something out of here. Right. <laughs> every nigga walking out of there got a frown on his face. Right. Like, I ain't even know. Meanwhile, every <laughs> nigga at the other H&M is wearing the same shit. So it's yeah. like, well, now what are we doing? <laughs> that would be the worst. That's still the worst That's to this day. That's still the worst. Still to this day. Because H&M be having the best shit, but everybody going to Everybody have got it. it. <laughs> well, let's pick one last category. Oh. What, is, oh. what did we miss? <laughs> We're like, oh. Got to make it a good one. Right? Um, we did the kit. We covered the kitchen. Did we do growing up in the hood? Growing up in the hood. What a hood. What's a like hood culture? Ice cream truck. <laughs> oh please. Did we talk? I we feel did. like I always talk about the ice cream truck. My ice cream truck had everything on it. It's the only thing I ever think about in the, in the hood. I tell you this, and this is universal. And I want to remix. Every don't nobody song. better not talk about your mama. Period. I don't care where you from. I don't care. That's like the be all and end all. If somebody says something, even if she her, wasn't around, even if, especially <laughs> if she ain't around, then you should. Then you, you really should know better. Like that's then you was really wrong and low down. For <laughs> low saying down. If you even say anything around my mama, I get her on the Period. phone. Period. Your mama get, is not. I get her on the phone. You don't really? play about yeah, that. She can hold her own. <laughs> <laughs> Have your mom curse them out through speakerphone. I'd be like, I bet. Like, what you say about my mama? Hold on. <laughs> hey, mama, they talking about you. Put them on the phone. <laughs> Hello, Miss. Yes. Uh huh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. She. She got it. I don't even got to read you. Like, what she you got it. Before? She got it. Did y'all? Did y'all get the four chicken wings, or is that just a New York thing? That's New York. <laughs> yeah. That's New York. Four chicken wings and fries for lunch every day from the Chinese spot. For lunch. Yeah. Like at school. Y'all every have the day. Chinese spot? 
You know, that's always next door to the public You know, school. actually getting chicken wings from the Chinese place was new for me. When really? I moved to New York. That's yeah. a New York staple. That's like New everyone York. listening knows you grew up on that. I was totally respect Or the pork fried rice. Yep. That's what it is. Pork fried rice with the four chicken wings. Oh, I love pork fried rice. That's a I always stable. get the house special fried rice because I like that, that fake seafood. I like chicken fried rice. And then that chicken shit. Shrimp fried rice. That's what mm. I like. Of I like course. <laughs> what yeah. else? Liking shrimp. That's some black shit, too. Oh, yes. Getting shrimp when seafood you go out obsession. to eat. And I can't help it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. That's, that's my mom. Obsession yeah. with seafood. She always jokes that the reason I have the allergies because that's all she ate every day while she was <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> she was like, I'm sorry. I, I remember on one of those episodes of uh, Basketball Wives LA, Tammy or somebody was talking about, she was like, I love me some seafood, some crab legs and a beer. <laughs> Just give me a little Bud Light and some crab legs. I was like, damn. She would. <laughs> I, seen, I seen a picture of her from the damn um, fucking M- NAACP Image Awards. What a dignified, you know, wonderful occasion. And I seen her ass standing up there with that fashion Nova ass. Um, <laughs> oh my god! She had a, a dress and her hair looked all horrible. It was like an ugly ass blonde with black under the bottom. <laughs> she looked tired, and I'm like. What the hell is she doing at the NAACP Awards other than paying a publicist to get her ass an invite to go? <laughs> That's all that is. I'm like, what can she contribute to the Image Awards? <laughs> to the Image Awards, Lord. Damn, when you ask it like When you that. put it that I'm way. Like, what, is she, what is she doing at the Image Awards? Shit. No disrespect, but I mean, oh well. What you're not but what is she like... doing there? She's part of, she's, it was for the culture. She's, she's, she's Tamojis. What is it you use? Asante stays sending it. You lucky I couldn't find one today. You I was pressed like a panini. That's why I only said Valentine's because I couldn't, she didn't have no, no, no Tamoji for me. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, I know she got like a fake Valentine's and she didn't. <laughs> Let me down, Tams. With okay. seafood, my mom always celebrated everything with us going to this spot called One Fish, Two Fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's only black people in there. <laughs> but Let it me, was good and nice. But everything. Seafood. Birthdays, graduation, and she'd always get that seafood platter that has everything on it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something Meanwhile, about... I had the uh, chicken tenders because I couldn't eat the seafood. Damn. Friend. But it was my graduation dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shade. I would have took you for your graduation dinner <laughs> to City Island. platter. City Island. <laughs> city Island. Oh my God. Now one of the things that I, I will go say. To city Island. I oh wish. my God, y'all. We should go just for the hell let's of it. Let's go. I'm ready. I volunteer. <laughs> I vol- I'm let's right. go. Island. I wish I would have now my bird, the bird in me would have been <laughs> had I grew up in New York going to City Island during the summertime. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I totally what? did. Go my cousins this would summer. always take me. Going this summer. What? I'm <laughs> I thought the Rough Riders My was out there one at the biker boys. Take me. Was out it was there. fun. What? And you sit down on the benches, you mm-hmm. eat food, you got the water out there. That Kim, so Samantha good. Mama from Love and Hip Hop, she be out at City Island. <laughs> Sitting outside throwing bread at the seagulls and shit <laughs> with her legs open. <laughs> okay. No. I <laughs> Okay, wait, so for the, I just got I got one more thing. You what? know, since I got all this Vaseline on my lips now. Uh Vaseline made me think of when I was younger oh, and used to be God. cold outside. Putting it all oh, over your, your face. Yeah. The, doing the Vaseline and you know, I used every to be on parent, the train greasy as fuck. Me too. I hated my mama when she would do that <laughs> shit. I used to be in my hair like I hate. It was either the Vaseline <laughs> or the cocoa butter. Did you ever have that push-up cocoa butter stick? Yes, the little the stick. Roll. Yes. You roll it, yeah. 
<laughs> she oh, had, the one you just pushed. Yeah, yes. The, the push it was one. made out of like paper, like a cardboardish kind <laughs> of material. Know, right. It was a like cheap a round. one. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is every time I was about to get out the car, my mama put one in my backpack. Like, yeah, and roll that cocoa butter on before you get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> And up. always overdressing me. Before you get it was convenient because you right because you know the little corners and things. It was convenient to just push it up and roll it wherever you need it. I used to go to school with this one dude. Right, I'm not gonna say his name, <laughs> but every morning when we'd be waiting on the bus, his mama would send him to school with a breakfast sandwich. Like a homemade breakfast sandwich, which now to this day would look so good, right? Right. I'm like, <laughs> but shit. I just remember he would always have a sandwich smoking hot. So like, you know, it'd be winter time. <laughs> so like all that steam and shit be coming off the sandwich. <laughs> it'd be like, Ooh, this motherfucker always bus. eating a hot ass sandwich every goddamn damn nigga. Like we'd be smelling all them eggs and bacon and shit. Like, God damn, we wanna smell full syrup and shit every morning. That nigga would fuck that sandwich up by the time we made it to school every morning. That was us, too, though. We'd always get the bacon, egg, and cheese from the corner mm-hmm. store. You'd be on the train eating, right? You'd be on the train eating did that your school bacon. Ever, did your school ever sell, uh, like, fundraiser things in the morning? Like oh, my breakfast God. Breakfast and stuff? No, not breakfast. What about them we fundraisers that, yeah. that where you give your mama the thing and she take it to work and everybody buy, like, oh, yeah. turtles and chocolates? A oh, little chocolate. Yeah, the long ones with the yeah. foil. And whoever brought, sold the most, you would get them prizes. Yes. yes. Oh, Let me tell bad. you how Them cheap I had to do that prizes. bullshit. My mama hated me. <laughs> High school, I had to do that like five times a year because I was in the performing arts program. Mm-hmm. And we had to, the New York trip that sparked it all. <laughs> I had to sell a bunch of cheesecake and shit. My mom was like, I've already taken three of those to work. I don't know what you want me to do with that one. It's like, mom, this one's for New York. You, this was the one. Like, that is so the other funny. Ones. And I made it to New York. I visited, <laughs> fell in love, and now I'm back to slay. <laughs> Cute Beyonce, shiny. <laughs> well, this was cute. It was a little walk down uh, Black Lane. Black memory lane. I saw black the photograph. <laughs> Any takeaways? That bitch, I whooped her right. ass. Any takeaways? Um, black is beautiful. I love being black, and I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> Every, black is culture, man. It is everything, everything that we talked about. Pieces of black. It's so funny and so great to look back on. I'm so happy. Hilarious. That this is a, an amazing episode. Even pig's feet. Never had them, but just to talk about it, just to be black enough to be like, yep, my mom had I'm pig's feet. I'm glad I got rhythm. And pork rinds, oh, okay. man. Oh, confession. Pork rinds I love good. pork rinds. Listen, my, I love. my mom used to always buy me pork rinds with my school lunch. <laughs> barbecue, not the hot, the barbecue. Oh, but like sometimes that regular with just that salt, it'd be just enough, not too salty, not too, you know, it's just good. I want some pork rinds right, right now. now. <laughs> Yo, right now. Those are my But weakness. you know what? New York don't be having the pork rinds in the uh, deli the bag like I need don't, them. The bag so isn't now, big enough. It's always it's that, that small baby bag. One, so you need the that long, one don't exist to me. The that, big one don't. The, I haven't had pork rinds in, oh God, I don't Now I just get the damn, uh, the damn like chili the chips. Size. No, the, uh, Did y'all like the pickles the that you get in the bag with the I'm liquid? Ne- I hate pickles. No, I never liked pickles. sell those on the... Uh, you talking about them sour pickles? <laughs> they were so good. It's the little pickle in the bag. You used to sell you them on the it. ice cream truck. Mm. Girls used to be... Girls used to like... like You know, it was cute for a girl to right. like have a pickle. Have her pickle on her. Not that in like was, a weird way. No, 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 no. You know, it was like a thing. That was totally me. I used to always get my pickle from the corner store. Bodegas. Brand, could you do the hand thing? Did you do the hand stuff? Yes. Oh. You did you know oh, all, you knew all, all of them? Yes. 
and like, all the and uh jump what is it double, double dutch, double dutch. Yes. yeah dutch jump in too. jump out jump side to side January, I was definitely February, one of those kids I was one of the I was one of the because in Harlem you that. always outside now did you ever do Ooh, it Lee? Like, yes Lee. we did Lee one time with like 20 people it Ooh. was the most lit shit of my life we was out there doing it let's do a Lee. let's do a Lee flash mob let's do it we gonna do that I know, shit. I still remember it. Oh, Tweely or Slide? Oh, Slide, baby one, baby two, baby. I love you. <laughs> yes, Tweely or Slide. Aww. We should do it. Yes, I loved all the little hand. Oh, games. that's what we forgot the the street games when you were little. Did y'all play Curb? I don't know if that curb. was like a Michigan Midwest thing. Like, I don't we, remember like curb. yeah, you take the basketball, like you stand across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. You know how there's a curb and like the street in the middle. Yeah, you shoot it like. You shoot the ball like a basketball, and the goal is to have it hit the curb and bounce back towards you. Mm. That's oh, how you no, score. I never played that. And the way you automatically win without counting is if a car is coming and you shoot it and it goes over the car and <laughs> hits the curb, over the car is game. And that's like the, it's when you first start playing, you be like, all right, over the car is game. And then everybody's established the rule. No, I never played damn. that. Curb. He's a zero. Play hide and go get it. Oh my God, yeah. Trifling. Burning zipper. <laughs> when, you, when you play hide and go get it, you burn zipper when you find each other, which means you like grind. I know what it on. meant. The minute you said it, I knew what Remember it burning meant. zipper? That's what we called it. Hide and go get it was fun. I was good at it too. My first kiss ever in life was mm-hmm. because of Spin the Bottle. That's cute, friend. Yeah, was we were playing Spin the Bottle. I don't remember. It was oh, good. Boy, he too was much cute, spit. though. Well, it was good then. Yeah. He was like I, my like dream kid and out, totally out of my league <laughs> at the time. And he had to kiss me because the bottle hit us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, you know, I saw him like a couple years back. He was like, yo, remember I was your first? But he tried to say like we did more. I'm like, no, it was right. a kiss. Slow <laughs> your roll. the bottle, He's right. Like, I remember all that now. <laughs> How did he look now? Like Do Buster Rock? <laughs> what did he look like now, awful. friend? Who, who awful. Said that? <laughs> oh, we're going to get there. He looked awful. Mm. We'll like, get there. We're not there yet. <laughs> who said that? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. <laughs> Up to 80% of black men and women experience razor bumps. Eighty percent of women got razor bumps or something. Of black men and women, so women is a percentage in there. So it actually Even could 40, be. It could be like, like it could be like seventy percent women and ten percent men. I mean, we don't know that. Damn. I ain't never seen that, but you know, I'm, I, I mean, never I have seen never that many women. I'm just, I'm, I'm I, it's a fact. This ain't no alternative fact. I'm just I've just saying, never I, seen a woman with razor bumps. Period. They got that bevel selling out. They say it's selling like hotcakes. And you know what? Maybe that's why they all knew about the bevel. Let me find out that all the women secretly got bevels. You don't have to be a statistic anymore when you start shaving smarter with bevel. <laughs> They're dermatologists approved <laughs> and proven to prevent and reduce razor bumps, so you won't have to be part of that eighty percent of black men and women, or thirty percent of all men and women. No matter what part of the percentage you fall in on Indonesia, I don't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) So all you need to know is that the bevel has been designed from the ground up to give you a smooth, bump-free shave. And its end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, a badger brush, safety razor, blades, shaving cream, and a cooling, restoring balm. So go to getbevel.com slash friendzone, order the bevel shaving system, and get your first month for free. That's G-E-T. B-E-V-E-L dot com slash friendzone. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Well, let's move on to this week's wellness segment. 
Had to do it with my, my mouth closed for Sampa. Is that Sampa. The, the Adele version? <laughs> no, not Sampa. <laughs> Sampa. Sampa, be careful. It's hot. It's hot. Be careful with that soup. It's Eat hot. hot food. Hey, I just, I just got you a coffee. It was freshly brewed, so be careful, okay? Yo, y'all are the worst. I was listening back to that part. And <laughs> I was on my flight crying. I was like, these dudes. He has ruined so many songs for me. Oh so, God. welcome to the party. Shout out to Lil Jag and Don't Cat Rider. Don't you dare. Oh, God. Oh, we'll get there. We're not there yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> oh. Yes, I got him. I got him. He's Did, down. Do you see that? I got him. Dustin is down. Smooth Cat Rider. Oh, if y'all only knew, like Patty LaBelle said, if y'all only knew, I'm so sorry for that inappropriate pause, but no. like, Asante just cracked a very vulgar inside joke relative to this week's uh, TV segment. Let's just go ahead. Man. So I have a question for y'all. Do y'all listen to a lot of other podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. No. It, no? Mm-mm. So podcasts aren't part of, like, your daily Not routine. like they should be. They were for a very long time, and then I just fell off really hard. But I need to get back to that. Really? But you, they're part of your day? Yeah, I do. I listen to a lot. You want me to tell you which ones? Actually, yeah, I'm curious. I listen to The Read. Yeah. I listen to um, The Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm, of I course, too. I listen to Tax Song, Tax Season. Yeah. Um, I listen to Jaden XD. I love, they crack me, me up. Too. It's so much better. Oh my now god! Since they had that reformat. Yeah, love, they're love that so whole new funny. Format, just them two, like it's great. <laughs> um, what else do I listen to? <laughs> Somebody commented and said, "I feel like the third person there when you guys are talking." I that, that was so cute. Oh, uh, uh, see what I mean? It's connecting now, <laughs> now, 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 now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> whoo, that's how you do it. <laughs> anyway, do it, um, do it, yeah, but I, I listen. I also used to listen to Serial. Um, yes, but I feel like only that first season. Yeah, I didn't listen. Got to the me second the second one. one with the military dude. Uh, I, they lost me, kind of. It was like, yeah, no. When do you, when do you usually listen to podcasts? All the time on the train. Um, when I'm at home alone and like getting dressed in the shower. Anytime I'm doing something else. Right for me, it's been on flights mm-hmm. and definitely commuting on the train. But in with me in okay English friend with me sticking to what I said last week how I wanted to keep giving a couple weeks of free wellness segments where it's nothing you have to go buy. I wanted to tell you guys about a new podcast to add to your rotation. Mm. Get a podcast, right? Free. And it's free. <laughs> it's called Sleep with Me. Oh hell no! Subscribe. <laughs> what they look like. And it's actually a podcast that you play at night while you're going to I bed. I bet it is. <laughs> I can't stand. I knew you were going to do that. I, I saw it coming. Together. Are these people like a smoke? No, listen, I'm going to tell you. So it's this guy named Drew Ackerman, and he's this 42-year-old creator and host of the podcast that I said it's called Sleep With Me. And here's the concept. So he tells really boring uh, children's stories that have like no plot, no storyline, and just kind of make no sense and are all over the place. But they're really boring, and he has this sort of like raspy, kind of monotone voice. So it's it's genius. genius. He puts exactly. You to sleep. He, he puts literally you to sleep. puts you to sleep. 
And that's and it has like 1.3 million downloads a month. Like he's totally blowing up. I'm download. I will smoke and Isn't listen that to that before I go to sleep. And Hell I love yeah. it because it literally what? makes no sense. Like you listen to the story. The thing is, for me, I end up laughing when I'm listening because I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" But I think it's genius. Give me an example, Fran, of like what he says and how he says it. I'm like, let me see. Let's see what he sound like. I want to know what he sound like. I like on the color purple. I ain't never seen the other one. <laughs> Let me look at her. I want to see what it is. I want to, I want to see it. Let me see it, friend. Hold on, I'm trying to find. You could say, is your hobby pounding on glass? It's an NHL All-Star game. I'm just excited, you know, about this. Yamir Yager is the best. <laughs> I okay, wish I no. could see. I, I changed my mind. I'm not subscribing. But what I will do is, to, like, I'm gonna steal his idea. I'm gonna get high and read stories. You know. say, okay, we'll see. Hey, I can imagine falling asleep to this. That's why it's right? so funny. And friend, you are a fool for laughing at it. I'm gonna get high and read stories. How about his voice, that? The first time I play, I pressed play. I was like, are you kidding? like? That's he it? sounds so slur. He sounds like the dad from Shameless. Oh, he does. He's just so, like, lazy and slurred. But I just think it's a really funny concept. It's a great concept. And I know that podcasting, obviously, right now is booming. Every, like, people, I saw a statistic that said people are listening to more podcasts than they're watching shows as part of their daily routine. Look out for my new nightly podcast called Asante's (laughs) Smoking Stories, a.k.a. Ass. That's actually genius. Okay, I'm just going to smoke and read stories. Right, but I think (laughs) that's actually genius. You should totally think about that. Coming soon, goddammit. But I think this concept is really funny. The guy's voice is literally perfect for it. So... Uh, if you have, you know, your routine with podcasts, I know some of you commute in the morning and after work and on flights and here, whatever. I say add this to your night routine, especially if you're someone who's struggling to fall asleep because this guy will help we'll you do you it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's called the Sleep With Me podcast. He's everywhere that podcasts are played. You can find him on iTunes. Um, sleepwithme.com is the website. Drew Ackerman, Ackerman. Yes, Drew Ackerman is the creator of it. And it's really funny. He's like starting to really blow up now. Because I remember when I first was listening to him, he would would always ask for like donations just to kind of help the podcast keep going. But now it's out of here. It's I've literally seen so many um, magazine articles about it. So I'm glad that he's Making a living off of his voice. Literally a slow burn. Good for him, man. <laughs> yeah, but just something I thought that was funny and interesting mm. that you can add to your daily rotation. And that's it. Hopefully it will help or you sleep better. your nightly rotation. Yeah. <laughs> or your nightly rotation. So that's uh, this week's quick wellness segment. Let me know if you've listened to it already. And if you haven't, let us know what you think when you check it out. Now let's jump over to, who should we go to? TV Land? Mr. Music Man? Who's ready? Oh, I've been, I'm sitting on ready. I stay sitting on ready. Let's do music, man. I'm a music man. Hey. <laughs> you can beat me when you listen to oh, me. I'm a music man. Hey, hey, hey. So we are back. We had the Grammys this past week. Right. You either caught them or you didn't. Don't matter. Because we are doing an icebreaker that is related to the Grammys. Oh. Should I have seen it or? Nope. You can either... Okay, you know, I like to be interactive, and this is like a nostalgic rundown and things like that. So let's take out—oh, well, you didn't see it. So 
instead of the Bee Gees tribute, let's say we're doing a tribute to. Damn, let's say we're doing a tribute to uh, Labelle to to girl like an ode to girl groups. Let, let's pretend. Let's pretend it's the Black Grammys. All right, we're doing a Black episode, right? It's the Black Grammys. We're doing a tribute to all uh, Black female groups. Um, who's somebody? Name two or three women that you would like to perform in this tribute, and what songs you think you'd want to hear them sing. You can either have them sing together. You can arrange this icebreaker however you want. You can have three random ass singers be a group. You can have one singer. Dude, a song or whatever, three different acts. And who are together. they attributing? Yes. Wow. Good one. Good, vast. I want feels, Adele to tribute Tracy Chapman so she wow. can sing Fast That's Car. Beautiful. Ever since I've, I love Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, and Adele would sing the shit out of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Think about when she says, so remember when we were driving, driving in your car. You know what I'm saying? Think about the, the, the way that the song is sung. And the tone. Adele. Um, who, cool. What else do I, what I want? <sighs> Only because I saw this live. <sighs> Y'all about to flame me, but I don't care because I saw it live and it's good. And I actually have video receipts. Put Monifa in the Prince tribute. And I'm going to tell you Wait, why. Dustin. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. I'm telling you I have video footage. <laughs> I have receipts. That is so damn I, I random. Knew I knew I was gonna do this. <laughs> but I'm telling you I have receipts. I was at the sugar bar. I was at the sugar what? bar. I was at the Sugar Bar in New York City, here in New York, and she was there. Monifa? Monifa. And she sang Purple Rain to tribute Prince. It was after he died. And when I tell you she sang the areolas out of Purple Rain, like, (laughs) sang it. Wow. So I'm only saying that because I, I saw it, and I'll post the video footage on Twitter when the show releases so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Hmm. Yep. Who else is Sante? Come on. So, okay. Because you threw Monifa out there, I think Kiki Wyatt doesn't get enough. Mm -hmm. You know? I love her. Kiki has a great voice. I would love to hear her do um, Free Your Mind. By a vote, she would. I could hear loud ass, but I mean, she would kill it. She would. I feel like, you know, girl group, there's just enough, like, girl group material like, even if you were to take it back to, like, you know, SWV and all that, and just not enough girl groups out now to do anything with it. Or even, like, female artists that sample all that stuff from back in the day. Because the way that, like, Bryson Tiller be doing all that, I think it would be so dope if there was, like, a female artist that kind of came and did that, too. But it's like, all right, we actually do it better because we had a cool catalog ourselves. Well, if we're going to do a tribute, you already know. Fantasia has to be a part of it somehow, some way. Oh, I don't yes. give a damn who you honor it. Fantasia's been around. It could be a tribute for anything. Yeah, Fantasia could literally put do Fantasia anything. Put Fantasia in it. Put Jennifer Hudson in the tribute. Fantasia could literally sing all put, of the anything, top. Anything, yeah. <laughs> put, um, who else? Well, hell, it's my tribute. Who am I putting in it? <laughs> I want Fantasia. I want Jennifer Hudson. I want Tamar Braxton. Mm. I want Patti LaBelle, because she still got it. Mm. I want Charlie Wilson. I want, um, who else do I want? Of course, Mary J. Blige. That goes without saying, but I kind of want her to be tributed. So I don't know. Okay, who would you have do the Mary tribute? Oh, yeah. And, who would do Mary's? And, um, I would have... Give me one or two. Give me one or two Mary songs and who would do them. Man. Okay, I <laughs> would have tough. my... F- ooh. Who? Um, who? Oh, <laughs> <sighs> well, you know who? what would be really cool? And I'm only saying this because this is real funny that we talked about this person last week. If uh, 911, Marion Wycliffe, mm-hmm. 
But if Keisha Cole did it, mm-hmm. y'all, why Clef tweeted me? <laughs> right, like, damn. What did he say? I can't have a. Um, he said a man can't have like a breakdown. What did he say? No, a midlife crisis. A midlife or crisis, something like that. I screamed. That was hilarious, I like, but is... I told y'all that picture was out there, didn't I? When you can't saw it, you everybody like, kept tweeting me the picture. How many times I saw that damn picture yeah. that I did not remember? Oh shit! But now damn. I will never forget. Okay, so a Mary tribute. Give me um, Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, okay. shit. Let me give her. Okay. She can You going to pull out Josh Stone, too? Hell no. <laughs> wow. Probably want her dirty foot ass coming up. That's enough <laughs> tribute. Give me, uh, <laughs> give me Natasha Bedingfield. Give me Keisha Cole. Give me Monica. Mm, give absolutely. me um, And give me uh, Fantasia, because it's a tribute. So Fantasia, and it's mine, and that's it. What else is going on? What else? What else? <laughs> um, I like how you threw uh, the guy in there, the gentleman. Who? You Laura th- Govine? No, I'm just playing. Oh, Who? my God. Who is Sante? <laughs> why? Do you, Laura why? Govine for GQ magazine. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Cover. On the why cover. is Laura Govine Bruno Mars? <laughs> because they look alike. When they he was up there not. with that haircut, he looked like Laura Govine. But she's like a basketball player compared to him. <laughs> Same. Everybody is a basketball player compared to Touché. him. Touche. Oh. Um, okay, I have two different tributes because I want an upbeat and then a low, like a lower, calmer one. Sade needs a tribute. Yes, she How does. How come Sade's never been tributed? And people shout her out all the time. They scared to ask her because they don't want to piss her <laughs> off. She's so cool. You know right? what I'm saying? Who, I think, okay, a dope Sade tribute. Um... Corinne Bailey Ray, I Ooh. think, right? She'd be cute. Um, I know I'm gonna get crucified for this, but Janae, mm-hmm. I go. No, she has to be. Right? She has to be. She'd be cute. Who else is chill like that? I'm trying to think of guys. Um Ronnie James. Solange could pull it off. Oh yeah, Ro James. Hmm. Solange. Solange could pull it off. For sure. So yeah. Andrew. Yeah. That might be my trio. But Ro James, I like that, though. TLC being tributed. Mm-hmm. That's my upbeat. I would actually put Tinashe. Yeah. I would do a male Tina tribute she. for them. I would do, like, Chris Brown, Miguel. Yes, and Chris Brown. Oh, that's such guy. a cute idea. Well, who else can dance? So Chris Brown, Miguel. Miguel. Who else? Luke James. And Bruno Mars. Chris Ooh. Brown, Miguel. Jason Derulo? Yeah, Chris, that's why the mic's where they at. That's why the mic's where they at. Chris Brown, Jason Derulo. Chris Brown, Miguel, and um, who was the third one I just said? Chris Brown, Miguel, and Bruno Mars. Jason Derulo. TLC tribute. That's a really cute. Oh, I like that. I like that it's all dudes. Chris Brown, Miguel, and Bruno Mars. Well, TLC, you know, you heard T-Vibes. <laughs> Ain't many girls that can pull that off. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying she sounded like me. I'm just saying, you know, it's not a lot of women that can sing like that. That's well, what I'm made down her exceptional. with that. That's yeah. cute. I think that's a cute idea. I have one. And put them in the silk pajamas yep. from, yep. right? I have one name that I cannot believe I forgot that I just need to have part of my tribute. Who, whatever it is, she just got to be there. Who? Sophie Green. <laughs> Um, Jasmine Sullivan. Yes. Oh, yeah. She got to write the tribute. <laughs> right? She just got to be there. Yeah. I love her. She don't even got to sing if she don't want to. She just got to be there. Like, Jasmine, we doing the tribute tonight. Can you just be there? Just be there. Oh, a Bob Marley tribute. 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And you can invite uh, literally the, anyone. I was thinking all the Marleys is <laughs> Marley's is could be the family reunion on the stage. I'm not touching that because you know people are funny about that shit, and I don't want to say the wrong artist, and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So y'all can have that. <laughs> I, I ain't touching. I know better. The whole conglomerate. Say to yourself, <laughs> self. That so, one ain't for you. Go ahead, y'all. She says yes. I said no. She says yes. I said no. <laughs> that was good. I like that icebreaker. Yes. Tribute. Now let's take it over. Mosey on down to. Uh oh, look, he's ready. Look at his hands. <laughs> come on over here. Hit us with it. Come okay, on so over. come on over, everybody but Mariah. Oh wait, before we Man. move on, mm-hmm. quick music shout outs. Little Dragon has a new song called High. That you guys are gonna love if you're fans. Well, you I know love it already. It's a hit. A hit. It's a hit. It's a hit record. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. Um, Sir's album dropped. Yes. The whole thing. He has a song with Anderson Pack that I absolutely love. It's called, I think, New LA. Shout out he to Anderson has- Pack. We didn't give him a lot of I mean, yeah, he didn't. I, get, I didn't feel like he got a lot of. Uh, a, he should have been in a, in a tribute too. Well, he was. He was in a um, tribute with a tribe called Quest. And what was he oh, part of? Oh, Grammy. He played that. Was that he was him? playing the drums. That yeah, doom, so doom, talented. Doom, 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 There's a song doom. on the new uh, on the new Sir album that I want you guys to check out called the Canvas. Mm. When you guys are on your way home today, you got to listen to it. It is so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you, friend. The last time you told me a song you gave me, well, not the last time, the time I want to talk about right now, the song you told me about <laughs> was Eventually by Tame Impala. Yes, Eventually. I love that song. I, and I know you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and who, I think that's it, right? Who else came out with something since well, our last episode? I don't yeah, I, those are the only two me. that are kind of like stuck in my mind because I've been playing them. Everybody was tweeting me about some of the recommendations I had last week. Did y'all check out any of those? Um, the Sonder guy has been a really big hit. So I didn't listen to Sonder if, yet. So I thought Sonder was that movie about the dog. <laughs> or that Sounder, the book. <laughs> that Sounder. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. So check out Sounder. <laughs> I mean, Sonder. See, I done fucked it that, up already. Check out Sonder. Drop the U, because you can't fuck with me. <laughs> so check out Sonder and Shy Glizzy. Um, oh, yeah, I like Shy Glizzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the shit. And Shining. Is it Shining or Shining? Yeah, Shining. Shining with oh, yeah. Oh, Khaled. Yeah. We the best Shining. music. <laughs> Did you have any shout-outs? Any jams? Any tunes you listening to? Um, No. Well, that's I'm it. obsessed with that song called Two Blunts by Wiz Khalifa, The Game, and Loren somebody. But it is the he jam. He plays it Two Blunts, all the time. It I is the jam. To it. The jam. Oh, <laughs> and really quickly, I just want to shout out uh, R.K. Jackson. He makes playlists, too, and he dropped his uh, his Valentine's Day mixtape, the V-Tape 5. So if you follow R.K. on Twitter, I'm going to retweet it if you follow me on Twitter. So just check for my Twitter, at Asante. And I'm retweeting R.K.'s playlist. And check out Asian. Were you the one that told me about Asian? Somebody mm-hmm. told me to check out this girl named Asian. Uh, it's A-S-I-A-H-N. So there's an H oh, in there. Oh, no. Definitely wasn't So me. check out Asian. Tell me what you think. I'm going to be listening to her, and I'll have some word on her soon. Bloop, bloop. Bloop, right. Back to TV land. TV land. 
Let's go. <laughs> so this week was the season finale to Married to Medicine, um, a show that you guys know we've all been enamored with. This fourth season has been one of the greatest, the greatest season of the whole franchise, the whole series in general. Um, we saw a lot of old conflicts come back to light that were did not have to. All of them were brought to the forefront by Mariah um, Huck. Now, Mariah? here's the thing about Mariah Huck, Mariah. right? Mariah was a season one vet of the show. She opened the show. She's actually the person who brought the show to Bravo, whatever, got the deal. She had executive producer credit for quite some time. Um, she held that and rubbed it in everybody's face. And Mariah was one of those people that used to be popular a long time ago and just fell off while everybody else continued to gain steam. And so now what she tries to do is say that she gave everybody an opportunity or gave them a chance to be visible and be stars. And they've mistreated her all because they've held her accountable to her behavior and caught her out on her shit. That's literally why she don't like nobody. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to sit up and deal with what we have to deal with watching her, i.e. that boot. Now... It's my personal belief that that boot was divine intervention. (laughs) I think that Mariah is a very vain individual. I think all she cares about is herself and the fact that she had to film an entire season of a television show where she takes every opportunity to project, project, a false <laughs> sense of grandeur, right? She always acts like her life is bigger than what it is or it's whatever. She's coming off her chariot. All this braggadocious shit, and God blocked all of it. Okay, God issued a ban on her and <laughs> no. said, "Guess what? Not boot, a it. boot it up." I saw the picture you tweeted. <laughs> so she had to wear a boot. This is, but the fact that she decided to <laughs> decorate the boot is so, I guess, just metaphoric, right? It just, it just, it means so much more than what it appears to be. Covering the damage. Mm-hmm. And, and making and, and trying to trying to add dignity to something when she actually made it worse when she could have just kept it real and showed the boot and we would have been way far more um I guess just forgiving of it. It became offensive almost. The fact that she put a sash or a slip cover or a car cover or a throw rug or a duvet or a leather jacket or a winter coat or a sleeping bag or whatever the fuck that was she put over that boot. The fact that she put that over there every time she filmed and we were forced to look at it next to another shoe and then she made statements about being cute or stylish and other people actually being jealous of her for it. I've never seen such blatant... You want to talk about alternative facts and fake news. Mariah Huck was Kellyanne Conway before Donald Trump was where he at right now. And I'm going to put it to you like that. Mariah has been telling lies and trying to spin stories and make them work to her advantage, but everybody sees through it. I'm just tired of Mariah, okay? I'm really going to save the big guns for the reunion episodes (laughs) next week because I've already seen that she's going to blatantly, for those, the reason I'm dialing back somewhat, because originally I was going to open fire on her ass this week, but I'm dialing back because there's been uh, an uprising. You're not going to give her the go in there? mm Mm-mm. There's been an uprising of the halt left. You know what I'm saying? Her fans, right? (laughs) They've been saying they're Team Mariah all day, and, oh, she's been wronged, and she's not as bad as she seems, and she's not as nasty and malicious as she seems. Today I saw a 58-second clip that proved all 58,000 of those tweets wrong. So instead of me wasting my breath and talking more about this person who that's all she wants us to do anyway, I'm going to stop, and I'm going to end it right there. And I'm going to let her do it to herself. 
the writing's on the wall. All I got to do is pass her the big. Okay? <laughs> and she's going to do it next week on their reunion show. And then we're going to revisit this with a lot more expletives, a lot more intentional cuss words, and a lot more digs. Because next week I'll have full license and freedom to do it. I'm going to watch she'll put it, it on display. Thank you. Thank you for watching <laughs> it. Thank Friday you. night. Thank you. Research. So I okay. can write. So I can be in on it. Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting on right here. I want to give a shout out to the the editors. I don't know who. Maybe they were inspired by Beyonce. Maybe they were inspired by her performance, her pictures. I don't know. But they were their best selves this week. Those editors literally yeah. split a scene, a conversation where Candy was called out on lesbian activity. Again? Again. So and they're this just time, rolling with this this whole season? Blatantly. Well, that's what they're actually accusing her of doing, is rolling with this. <laughs> so, But what's funny is... Um, this week, every time Candy recounted or recanted like a story and told what happened, the producers edited in a shot of that incident happening right there. Yes. So there was no room for debate. There was nothing left to dispute. And we literally got a chance to watch these chickens come to roost. Yes. And in this case, get in the grease and fry. That's what Portia Williams did. She literally sat there and lied on camera about saying and starting the, the, the gay rumors about Do you want to know Candy. how she lied, Fran? Didn't say but nothing. Why, I Hold never on. understand why you would do that Hold when on. you're on a show. But do you want to know how she and lied, And you've been on Candy. What? Sheree said. Sheree said. Of course. <laughs> well, it really started with, well, and I always start with Sheree. I but, got invited to Sheree's book. What was it? I sent them the email. <laughs> <laughs> Her book launch, <laughs> just so you guys know. I'm on the radar. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like the this. elite. And then, she, cu- and then like she cut on that podcast. <laughs> and Justin, me, and Sherry like. Y'all like this. Y'all like, <laughs> Y'all like this. You got that invitation, and then you cut on that Sleep With Me podcast and rolled right on over. Woo! Oh my God! So how did she? How did she start it, Asante? What happened? Lead them into the truth. What I happened? Just, I just want to know when when they all wanted to know, friend. They all went, "Who? Who said that?" No. Literally, it sounded like one person saying it over and over. <laughs> but it was like Portia went, "Who said that?" Then you hear Kenya, "Who said that?" You know what it sounded and you hear like, Candy? Who said that? I was like, what? "You know those apps where those acapella apps <laughs> you, you where know people what make like? multiple videos of themselves <laughs> yes, singing." Yes. It sounded like a bunch of skies. You know like what it sounded like, friend. It sounded like they turned into an owl. <laughs> All I was, who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Damn and I was like, oh, they, were, they had the voice. posture like Sky too. They were <laughs> yes. leaning like her. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Like they all sounded exactly oh, damn well, knowing time. damn well who had said Candy was lesbian. And Portia was the first one to say, "Who said that?" <laughs> she asked before so she Candy didn't even asked. admit it. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, but did they do that thing where right when she says who said that, then they show the clip of her That's saying? That's what I'm trying to tell <laughs> oh, you, yes. God, why don't people know that by now? You've been on the show how many seasons? <laughs> and then after they told her about herself, then they show two minutes ago where yeah. she said, who said that? After she tells a totally different story, they, they show a flat. <laughs> They've been showing, mind you, they're showing flashback clips of conversations that happened episodes ago, right? Episode Y'all, two, Y'all, why episode do people four. do this to themselves? The next flashback said two minutes ago because she had just told a different story and lied. It was glorious to The watch. problem is <laughs> Portia was. reacts in moments without fully understanding what the fuck has happened she sometimes. That. And so then it's just a lie. Like, in her eyes, something that happened is a lie. Like, she didn't... 
Candy did not say anything behind her back. They literally showed her where she said everything in front of her. Yep. And it was like, I remembered some of those episodes where Portia had already reacted before understanding what Candy actually said. And then when revisiting it later, was mad about something that didn't happen. I was like, she don't be knowing what's happening. Marlo literally asked her, Portia, have you ever been with another woman? Portia says... That's my business. That's my personal business. Oh. Right? After Candy was like, you insinuated that I'm a lesbian. And if you could have seen the look on Candy's face, it was like, I know you motherfucking lying. Like, I know you didn't throw the personal business card out here after straight up insinuating I'm a dyke. So Portia just completely was exposed as a liar. And Phaedra, too. Phaedra set her old, you know, baked potato shoulder ass sitting (laughs) over there. Um, next to Cynthia, looking drinking and shit, quiet. Didn't even didn't try at all to defend Portia. And then it was so interesting to watch you know them why basically she break down. You know why she couldn't defend Portia? Why? Because Cynthia leaned in and whispered, "Win a case." Yeah, she did. <laughs> Win a case. Cynthia, Cynthia ate her alive with those three <laughs> words. Win a case. Legendary. They were Cynthia and Phaedra were arguing on a reunion one time, <laughs> and you, everybody know everybody knows Phaedra loses in court. They, She's a loser in general. They show so Phaedra lose on the show. She, she twice, lose three she, times. We, like, we've never seen her victorious never seen in, her court. Win in court. So when she tried to go in on Cynthia and shit, Cynthia told her. Win a case. She, Cynthia was like <laughs> looking the other way and she told her, win a case. Hissed it. Hissed it. Look, look, friend. Win a case. <laughs> win a case. And she's still losing. Matter of fact, quiet as it's kept, we ain't seen her in a courtroom since Phaedra, since Cynthia told her Tuh. to win a case. Tuh. It was too hot in the hot tub, wasn't it, Phaedra? <laughs> I'm going to stop interrupting. Go no, no, no. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. If you want to come on down, come on down. <laughs> I will. Well, let me just say, mm-hmm. Marlo, who I love and was hating this season, mm-hmm. she was great this last episode. She was great at that scene at the dinner table. She got yeah. on my nerves, and I love Marlo. Love But her. she got on my nerves. That whole argument with Kenya is tired. Kenya's Dumb. not going to give her what she wants. Don't want Kenya They're to be not a have a Marlo. good, fiery nope. scene. If Marlo was smart, she would have went as Sheree's friend and then started turned arguing on. with Sheree. I, yes, that's I what knew, she should have done. Knew it. I was like, if she would have turned on Sheree. That's a fight. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? But that right Ke- there, Marlo and Sheree. You want to talk about I mean, Marlo and, Kenya. Marlo and Kenya, that's no. boring. Kenya. And tired. Loki, I want Kenya to go. Loki, I want Marlo. I'm, I don't mean that. But Loki, I want Marlo to come back under a different pretense. How are you going to come on the show one, Not year, one season friend. as somebody's friend? The next season, you come on as somebody else's friend that you used to talk about. The next season, you come on as somebody else's friend that you used to talk about. It looks like you're just trying to attach yeah. yourself to somebody to be on the show instead of just being interesting enough to be on there on your own, which she is. So it's the attachment that's getting, la- you know, just it's just lazy. Yeah. And it's tired. Calculated. Sheree's yeah. friend. <laughs> but I love her though. Great love. gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> Anything else on nope. Housewives? Nothing. Nothing else. I'm gonna give you nothing else. <laughs> Any other TV shows in TV land? No, I love it. Hip hop was good. Yandy was there with her um That's still on Green like this Mile Hair. This, this was the this was the end. This oh, I'm about to say it feels like y'all been talking about that. Shout this out to whomever decided to tweet me because there are people that I skip on shows. Like nine times out of ten, I will skip Kenya scenes on Love, uh, the Real Housewives. All of Mariah's scenes on Madison. I skip Madison. most of the white people scenes on Love and Hip Hop. Like literally skip. Like you. Fast oh yeah. Forward? Like I just don't even. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like. Whoops. <laughs> so somebody told me that I needed to go back and watch one, and I did, and I I'm so pissed that I did. Um, 
so now I got to put y'all through it. They played a Chrisette Michelle song on Ooh. this last episode of Love and Hip Hop, and I am proud to say that I still did not finish whatever was supposed to have happened. And they didn't even credit her or whatever at the end of the episode. That's what she gets. So fuck you again, Chrisette. Thanks. That's it. Just want to put <laughs> go that back out there. to the inauguration. And you know stay how there. people are telling, go back to your, go back to, it. go back to the <laughs> inauguration. That's what I'm gonna start. Hashtag that to Chrisette Michelle. Go back to the inauguration <laughs> in her Basquiat skirt. That's right. In bad hair. Bad, bad hair. Her hair is the bad guys that's all in the country. You got a lot of bad, bad guys pouring in. It was Chrisette Michelle's hair. So this was the last episode of the season. So this is the one where we got to do the whole like. So that means my no, life has been a last real crazy roller coaster this season. Oh yeah. Oh, when Cardi. they do the slowdown. Yep. Cardi was like, I after, learned a lot after this dropping year. my album this year. After Gangsta Bitch Music Volume Two, it can only be better. Like yeah. I was like, okay then, Cardi, that's right. I mean, she walking there like she talking. She t- Cardi's glow up is visible and apparent, and I it's obvious. You know the glow up is real when you turn the niggas down. Those slow down episodes kill me. Mine would be out cold. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd be like, this year, it was all about <laughs> elevation. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about my family, my even my faith, and they would show me like getting baptized or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm moving forward look, and they show look, me putting and then, on glasses. Look, then on my when you phone. come up out the water, you actually yeah. come up with a pool out of a pool with sunglasses on back at with the club. With an iPhone 7 in my hand because it's waterproof. <laughs> Okay, so can I tell you the truth? Can I, can I make a confession to you? After I tell you that Lizzo's song would be playing while it came on. <laughs> I take my hand back. Yeah, because that's the one. My song would be shining. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you remember how I said that I would not do one of those shows? Yeah. <laughs> not that I would, mm-hmm. but I, we had a... That should be an icebreaker one week. So I had to t- uh, tell somebody if I was on one of those shows, who do I think that I would be hanging out with? And I thought to myself, I would be on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I would be friends with like Max Lutz and all them, like mm-hmm. <laughs> with Fizz and shit. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I would be that nigga that's, you know, I'm ditzy as fuck. Like I don't respond to my phone. I would be that nigga in the studio with the niggas kicking it, and then my boo or whoever would come in, like you not answering your phone or whatever. Like <laughs> I would look like one of those. It's like I I just don't answer my phone. Like so I just want to say that I would absolutely be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. ATL. I would tell you who I would run with, right? It would be me, Stevie J, Little oh, Scrappy. No. You know what I'm saying? Me, Stevie J, Little Scrappy. We will all talk shit and laugh. And I would make and people young like Jock? them. No, nah, he couldn't really come. That you leave him out. That's his crew. <laughs> he but ain't look, really funny. Look, look. Like okay, but what if I let him hold my hot comb? Who? Young Jock. <laughs> that then you know he ain't coming. His hair been looking cute. He's off the show. He kicked out. <laughs> and guess what? The, the McRib sandwich come out next week. <laughs> and guess who ain't getting it? Remember that shit? Shout out to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> who would I be on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Man. you know what? I'm taking you to Hollywood with me because you got to be friends with Nikki, baby. I see. What? I, I see, me? Yeah, I, I see. I, I see, would be friends look, with look, Nikki. Baby. I, look, look, I see. So I'm going to hang out with my homegirlfriend today. <laughs> We're going to get shots of wheatgrass because she's saying I could use a little health and wellness. You I know, it's her. all about positivity. Like, I see you being friends with Nikki, baby, and her being like, because her and not Tierra. I don't want you to be friends with Tierra. Her, she might make you wear a blazer or something. 
Um, no, I'd be friends with Remy Ma. So yeah, I was getting ready to oh, say you would yes. be on Love and Hip Hop New York, Me, and I'm Remy tell you, and Cardi. you Remy oh, and Cardi, yeah. and they would make you. In Harlem. you know what? They would make you film with That's the Creep Squad. They would make you try to fix the Creep Squad. They would make Ew. you film with them. They nah, would. Don't film with the they would have squad. them come in and like. That's and how they would intro come you. Come in and sage them. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> that would be your intro. Like yep. how Ayanna and them got their start. You would be. It would be Remy. Would be like. I'd be sitting with Peter Guns. Like Peter, you just you got to do better, man. You don't want to. Tired of the creep squads bullshit, so oh I'm gonna call. I got just something to fix them. I'm gonna call my girl Fran up. And then they show Fran and Remy out to eat. That's how Fran would be <laughs> intro. So then Remy would tell her what was going on. Then she'd be like, "Well, I mean, I can set something up. Why don't you have them stop by the studio space? They would think you had a studio space. Why don't you have them stop by the studio space this week or whatever? Next thing you know, Fran's fixing the creep squad, and you would be on Love and Hip Hop." And they would show you other parts of your life, and you could date friends. I could hear friends. You should do love and hip hop. I could hear her going. Oh my god! Can't you hear? Previously on Love and Hip Hop yeah. New York, <laughs> I could totally hear you saying it. Previously on Love and Hip Hop New York. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, do, no, it, do Atlanta. It's just Love and Hip Hop. Okay, you know New York. Okay, don't we'll say do, New York. Do, oh. like, okay, do it over, and then do Atlanta, okay. and then I do Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Wait, so I don't say New York? No, you just say Love and Hip Hop. You, 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 the, first you, the, one. you the OG. You the OG oh. franchise. Oh, okay. Previously on Love and Hip Hop. Yep. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Previously on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> there you go. Are right, you ready? Yep. This season on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. And here, and here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Next on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so No, nah, but mad. you know, we don't do the reunion. Uh, uh, Nina Jocelyn does it. be doing the reunion. Oh, does she? Yeah. I thought, oh, Nina does it when it's coming on. She's it's like, gonna coming be up good on this, this season, week. too. It's coming up. <laughs> this week's reunion. It's like, okay then, Nina, I hear you. Nina Parker, a.k.a. I don't never get it's mad Nina at nobody. Parker. She don't never take nothing personal. She does the shit out of her job. That's right. <laughs> Jocelyn was cussing her out, calling her bloggers <laughs> and shit, and she just said that, I actually have a degree in journalism. Thank you. Okay. Oh, like she, yep. Hello, I'm too educated to argue with you, girl. Hello, hello. <laughs> I love bob, when people are like that. With a bob wig and an origami jacket. I was like, go ahead, Nina <laughs> No. <laughs> Look at it, son. <laughs> he is down. <laughs> Got him. My mic Payback. Shit. <laughs> 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 Am I lying? That dinner napkin jacket she had on. on the, remember she had that? He uh, still. Friend. She did. Get one of your creep squad friends on him. What? Please don't fortune, put that out there. She had there a fortune the cookie ether. jacket on. Look. <laughs> the last jacket. Yeah, the last jacket. Show enough. That must have been the last one. Yeah, show enough jacket. Right. Children's place. I'm going to look this up. Don't tell people to send me a picture. <laughs> I was on the I think flight. think just did. Logged into my Wi-Fi on the flight, right? Opened my laptop and the the uh, picture of Wyclef half oiled up <laughs> on the bike popped up on my screen. <laughs> the doc, the guy next to me, uses doctor. He he went, wow. <laughs> like okay. you're like, yeah, wow. Mind your business. How Where about that? Flying to never mind. I ain't gonna crack that joke. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of the Friend Zone. Have you ever been curious about giving therapy a try? Yeah. Well, there's a convenient way for you to dip your toe into the cool waters of wellness. Really? It's Talkspace. Okay. 
See here, Talkspace <laughs> is an online therapy company that makes it so easy to connect with a licensed and experienced therapist. Oh, I need that. Hell, handpicked just for you. Hell, man. For as little as $32 a week. You can talk that. with your therapist whenever and wherever you are, on the web or over the phone, without scheduling, traveling, or worrying about your privacy and or private parts. Yes. And Talkspace is 100% confidential. You can remain completely anonymous if you want. I don't got a lot. Join the over 500,000 users. That was funny. Join the over 500,000 users who have experienced the relief of being able to talk to a therapist as their own discretion lets them and allows them and on their own time. Good. <laughs> Help support the friend zone by visiting Talkspace.com slash zone for a special $30 <laughs> discount off your first month or download the Talkspace app and use coupon code zone. That's Talkspace.com slash zone. Talk space therapy for how we live today. Okay. Asante <laughs> <laughs> save us. <laughs> well, folks, that's all for TV Land this week. We're gonna jump right on into asking for a friend, not the listener letter. If you have any questions, comments, oh, concerns, don't forget to hit us up at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. And just give me one moment while I scroll through the emails. And find the one that I had highlighted. All right. The subject on this email is titled, Am I Too Independent in My Relationship? Hi, friends. I come to y'all with a slight concern in my relationship, so here goes. My boyfriend and I have been together happily for just over a year with a few turbulent times. One of our larger issues has been that we are both very big on giving gifts for special occasions, i.e. birthdays, Christmas, anniversary, etc. Valentine's Day. Ain't that a good thing? We are planning on moving in together. I know years a stretch for moving in. So I'm focused on saving to handle our moving finances. My birthday was last month, and a few weeks before, my man asked me what I wanted for my birthday, for gifts and a celebration. I replied, nothing. It's okay. I'm in a place of content. I don't want much this year, but a place of our own. He looked a bit frustrated. I'm sure because he really wanted to give me something. Fast forward up until a week before my birthday, he's still asking, and I still haven't given any ideas. He then confronts me asking why I, don't, why I don't want him to gift me things, nor don't I want to throw a party. He also mentioned that he feels like I'm not, not being cooperative and keeping our relationship lively. In short, I wasn't trying to neglect him. I just don't feel the need to celebrate. My question is this. Being in a relationship, am I wrong for taking my stance on not choosing to celebrate my birthday and such? Does it seem as I'm being negligent to my partner? And if so, what are better ways to circumvent that issue in the future? Signed, independent, in the likeness of Beyonce and Boosie. Bloop. <laughs> what? Hmm. P.S. Dustin, I'm glad you like the You Name It Bounce remix. Oh, did you do that? I think that um, you should... I don't know. I just think sometimes when you go together for a while like that, y'all just start arguing about any damn thing. This is a stupid argument. I think that um, it's just not that deep. If anything, just say, okay, give me something, whatever, and tell them something you want. You want something. Hell, you said you all like giving getting gifts anyway. That's y'all's love language. So go ahead and bite the bullet. It's not going to break your bank. You'll still be able to move. One little gift, you know what I'm saying, a pair of Nikes, something like that. <laughs> it's not going to kill the budget. Go ahead and just give in. This is something that you can compromise on. It's not something you have. It's not a hard no. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he asked you to 
you know, do something that would really, like, impact your life greatly. He want to give you a gift? Get a gift. It's just not that big of a deal to me. This is something you really need to let go. And zip up that jacket. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I actually agree. I think they're, it just doesn't seem like a big uh, deal on either side. I mean, I don't know why he's taking it so personal, and I'm not sure why you're being so lax about it either. You guys have to just kind of chill out. <laughs> a birthday's a birthday. Yeah, like, you gonna, or, okay, you're going to fuck around and be sorry when, really, when it really don't be nothing in that stocking at Christmas time. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah, you got to be easy with that because I know I've been guilty of that. Where I'll be like, "No, I'm good," and then the person next you time, shit, <laughs> right? You're like, "Damn, right. you really didn't give me nothing." Like, like Yandy the next week crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering why you are. <laughs> why is she so anti-birthday and? Yeah, and you know what? You know. It's nice to be celebrated. You, you even said that right? y'all are big on celebrations and things. Literally so, said. <laughs> so if you know that, that's why I was like, well, you know that y'all big on this stuff. So <clears throat> here's what I propose. Now, since you don't want the stuff, go ahead and send us another email just saying that you've heard this. And ask me what I want. And <laughs> I, you can just tell him that's what you want and send it to me. You are or you can ask him for something that he might like more than you. So that way he can have what he wants, kind of be at your face. And everybody wins. You get the party. He gets what he wants. You get to be like, oh, my God, wow, I got this. But it ain't, I mean, I think that you probably are neglecting him in some way. And that's kind of why you're like, oh, am I wrong because of this? But you know that this don't mean shit. So just go ahead and get the gift of whatever that you're not going to use and be done. And have more sex with him or something. Or make it something <laughs> about the both of y'all. Like, be like, I just want to spend time with you. Let's go well, She said all she wanted was the house. Because, you know, for me, I feel I'm an old lady like her. Like, you know, if we trying to move into this house, you don't got to buy me shit. You know what would turn me off on my birthday? If you took me to the CB2... And we just did all the things, you know, we just took the guns around and did the registry. That's what would turn me on. And then he could just buy something off the registry if he wanted. Like, all right, the registry for the new house, but I got right. you this first. So we can have this here and take it over there. You know, make you it You got to do something. Something. Make it, it's your birthday. Don't be whatever right. you been. Debbie Do you want to get broke up it's with your on your birthday? birthday? <laughs> Is that what you want for your birthday? Yeah. You want to get broke up with? Is that what you want? <laughs> You need to get it. Celebration, celebration is a great thing. With. But like I said, you know, email me that you got this. I'll tell you what I want. Give me that. Uh, when you said <laughs> that, you was like, send us an email. In my head, I'm thinking, send us an email. Send us the stuff. <laughs> Let tell them yes, you want some, and send that to us. <laughs> so we on the same page. Okay, same page. Hope that helped. Just be easy. Be easy. Yeah. What you got for us? I see you have a black <clears throat> business highlight this week. Asante. You know, having the emails on Zach this week. <laughs> Shout out to Jessica Penna submitting to the Black Business Jessica of the Week. <laughs> no. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, Jessica Penna submitted to the email. And again, submit Black Businesses, comments, questions, concerns, find selfies, whatever, to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. And uh, Jessica decided to send us this article of, on the Huffington Post about a bookstore in the Bronx. And they're actually raising money to open the what would be the only bookstore in the Bronx right now because the one bookstore that was out there was the Barnes and Noble at Bay Plaza. Which, oh, it's already got to shut down. Yep, I think they closed their doors uh, the last the, the end of 2016. So there's a young lady by the name of Noel Santos. Her website is ooh, she has an Indiegogo up, pardon me, but her website is thelitbar.com and you can get all of the information for Noel from there. 
and uh, she has an Indiegogo. She's trying to crowdfund to raise money for the what would be the Bronx's only bookstore. So the Bronx needs books too, guys. I mean, you know, the library, I was just looking up some books and they're on like ridiculous holds for long ass periods of time. So if you just want to go buy a book and you don't want to come into the city or go wherever, just want to go to the Bronx and what would, we, what would be more dope than having a black-owned bookstore, or pardon me, an Afro-Latina owning a bookstore in the Bronx? So let's uh, put some money into that, see what that's about, and it'll be just another thing you can visit while you're out in New York City. You can head to the Bronx, go visit the Lit Bar, and just say, I donated some money to this. Yeah, this is about the children. I love that. This is about the children. Yeah. That's black, too, the children. When stuff be about the children, <laughs> you you know, it's just about the children. That is black, too, honestly. <laughs> Do it. It's about the child. This is for the children. <laughs> yes. So What's wrong support, with you? Support the kids. The children. Okay? I believe there is. Oh, actually, let me give you a little bit of a rundown. Rundown. Uh, so for the Indiegogo, they've raised approximately sixty-six thousand dollars. Nice. <laughs> How much do they need? It's <laughs> <laughs> no, a bookstore. Pardon me. They raised sixty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> $62,735 of $100,000. Is, this, is it te- college textbooks? <laughs> what kind of books? They, what the hell? It's a whole bookstore. It's, it's Toya Wright book was nine ninety nine. It's a bookstore. Don't you remember going to the bookstore in college and them books being a million dollars each? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm so like, imagine, God. imagine not even being in school <laughs> to go the to the Dead Sea Scrolls they selling? What the, what the hell they selling? <laughs> the, the original the, ones. the first Bible, the <laughs> Ten Commandments? Don't you want some authentic it? Bronx books? Oh, my God. The now, Constitution? What's listen, it, what they selling, man? Listen, when gentrification hit, we're going to get all them dollars up at the lit bar now. Damn. I'm, in my head, I'm like, ooh, we got to... Well, we still do. But I'm just thinking it's a lot worse than what it is. You're like I that, can't man. breathe. I was going to say $16 or some shit. $66,000. And part of me, it was a... In a big crowd. <laughs> big crowds. Huge numbers. Great numbers, beautiful numbers. Yeah. Oh, my it was God. uh they raised sixty two thousand seven hundred and thirty five dollars out of a hundred thousand that they are okay, so okay. they're trying to okay. raise. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, big thing, big tings, big, big tings. Now the needle's somewhere on the big spectrum. Tings. <laughs> yes. Okay. So they're sixty three percent to their goal already. <sighs> so let's see if we can go ahead and round that out a little bit, finish it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just pretend that you're buying a book and it's going to the bookstore. Leather can... bound. All the books are leather bound. <laughs> Every last one of them are leather bound books. Oh, no, I'm not going to you know, tell you that. It might okay. be a lot. They might be e They got only, to be 66,000. So. 60, 60, 60 what? 62. How much? 17.5. That they didn't gave them. Mama told me not to sell work. 17.5. Uh, right. Must not. She was right. Sell books. $62,000. And I'll make sure to post the yes. link, of course, under the SoundCloud and on our Twitter. TheLitBar.com, Noel Santos, shout out. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, church announcements before we get out of here? Not yet, but soon. Asante. Today, well, yesterday, whenever you heard this, Valentine's Day has passed. And I'm still looking for that one. <laughs> and by that one, I mean... Are by that one, I mean someone to come and pick up some of these bills. <laughs> oh, shit. So let me know if that's you. <laughs> and because it's Black History Month, I am looking for an African prince. <laughs> I'm not Heard true. they come paid. That's it. Fran, what about you? You got any church announcements? Um, No, but 
uh, Miami, I just want to thank you for the first stop of my Supernatural Wellness Tour. You guys were awesome. It's definitely an interesting city to have a wellness tour in. I did a lot of learning. <laughs> a lot of learning, but it was great to work with you guys. Thank you to... <laughs> Um, thank you to Raw Apothecary for sending us those beautiful packages. Oh my God, they sent us these beautiful black boxes that said Raw Apothecary and Supernatural. I want one. Yeah, and it had all the products inside, just beautifully packaged. So it was so amazing to be able to give that to each of the women um, after the retreat. A lot of the women are so, so awesome. And also to, oh, and before I move on, the code that I had told you guys to check, I'll just have it right now in case you want to get uh, some oils or butters, mud masks, get your oil game yeah. natural soaps. It's promo.rawapothecaryco.com. That's R-A-W-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y-C-O.com forward slash Fran. And when you go to that, you sign up and they will send you a bunch of discounts throughout the year. So it's just a really cool sign up with Raw Apothecary if you are someone who needs raw ingredients often. And thank you to Lone Deodorant. They sent us a huge box as well, and it was beautifully packaged. Everything was just so beautiful in Miami. I was really thankful. So thank you to Lone Deodorant as well. That's L-O-N-E, deodorant.com. And the next stop of our tour is Oakland. It's almost Oak sold Town? out. Yeah. We will be there on Saturday, March 1st, March 4th, excuse me. And it's almost sold out. We actually only have 10 tickets left. Damn. Yeah, because Eventbrite sleuths. I'm telling you, we haven't officially promoted it yet. <laughs> we'll be promoting it this week. So I'm sorry. So now you're just teasing the people. Right. I'm sorry that only 10 of you will be able to grab tickets when we promote it. But it's too late for us what to add. What kind of pre-sale code is that? <laughs> it's too late for, for us to add a second date at this point because it's just too close. But thank you to Chicago who sold out. Thank you to Atlanta Chicago. who sold when out. When are you going to be in Chicago? In, I believe, May. All right, all right. Right? So where all can of the those people cities, find out where you're going to be in Chicago? Right. Well, our site, our official tour site is going up this week. So, yeah, which I'm really excited about. Thank you to Chris Did It. It's a beautiful site. She just sent me the first draft last week, and I'm like, oh, so excited. All of this is just working out beautifully. And, yeah, Oakland, then it's Atlanta, and then it's Chicago. So it's going to be an awesome year. Thank you to Haas and Jara, my partners in crime, and everyone in Miami. Like I said, it was such an interesting uh, crowd actually because of Miami I did want to make an announcement to what I did experience in Miami the women were awesome don't mm -hmm. get me wrong but I think I have to make it clear that this wellness retreat is not a meet and greet it's not a hangout it's definitely we're doing work like we're talking about things that are blocking you and in your way to be the best version of yourself. So we're not coming to, like, put mud masks on. and It's not like a beauty retreat. Right. You know, so I think a couple of the young ladies that came, I think they kind of had it confused. Because of my wellness segment on the show, I think they thought we were just going to play in flower petals for a couple hours. They come dressed up. 
They didn't come dressed up, but I felt like, oh, they might have misunderstood oh, what yeah, this okay. is. Yeah, so okay. it's hard when some girls are thinking one thing and then the other girls understood. So it's like two totally different worlds in the same room. But I think by the end of it, it it was fine. Like everyone kind of was like, okay, I get the chakras this finally thing. started lining up. Right. So, but that for me was a learning experience because I haven't experienced that. Like in LA, New York, DR, all the girls that came kind of knew. But in Miami, it was like, it kind of took me out of it trying to be like not focusing on the girls that I could see were not connecting. I had to like learn to navigate the space that every single person in the room was in. So learning experience, this is a growing pains for me too. This is my first tour. Yeah, ninja training. So that's why I was saying Miami was definitely interesting. But either way, to all the women who took time out of their day to come see me on a Saturday is a blessing. So I'm thankful to all of you, regardless of (laughs) how you connected to it. And like I said, this event is work. Like, we come in and we really dig deep those hours that were there. So just had to throw that out there so you guys know it's not like a beauty event. It's not what it is. And Oakland, I will see you guys next. And that's it. That's it for me. That's Damn. it. <laughs> I don't punch the she microwave. She dropped the mic. It's like, that's it for the mic, Princess, too. that's it. And right, the, mic, the, the mic. first podcast mic drop. <laughs> okay? It literally went down. Right? That's it for like me. It was going in the um, I can't think of anything else. Happy that. Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy, happy Val- Valentine's. Right? Happy Love Day. I hope you guys are all getting loved and celebrated and appreciated. And that's it. Thank Read you for tuning in. Between the lines, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We hope uh, we tuning made you smile. Between the lines, y'all. <laughs> like we hope we made you smile today. Like we love you guys, Stay and like we'll catch you next week. Magic. Catch you. Between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>